everybody. Welcome to another shitty episode of the BitPunks. What are the BitPunks? Yeah. Uh, we'll try to make it not so si- shitty. Not so shitty this time. Make it not so shitty. It's a little more country this time. Okay, so I am your host this time around until I the mutiny happens again and I get kicked off and then Kent hosts it again, you know. That's right. It's like a revolving door. Anyway, I am your host, Jason Pogue, or just Jace, you're lazy, Hi, Jace. like me. Hi. How you guys doing? Hey, Hi, baby. Hi. It's It's been a while. What the... It's been too long. Why didn't you come? And, and that, that sultry, sexy little voice you heard. It was Nate. Oh, what? Yes. yes! Besides Nate, you know, besides Nate, oh. goofball of the podcast, there's my sexy wife, Katie Pogue. Hi, Katie Pogue. Hello. Hello. There, there, there are two people, one mic today. Two people, one mic. <laughs> we are, we are totally. There's a website making the internet throw up <laughs> with our podcast. Yeah. And then there is the previous host. Uh, he's he's uh, Captain Riker of this podcast. He's <laughs> he he wants answers, and he has a magnificent beard. I do uh, have a magnificent is... <laughs> beard. I wish I wish I could think of something that Riker says. All I could think of was "Make it so," but that's Picard. Damn it! Oh, <laughs> no, like, I want answers. That, that's what you say. I want answers like that. Kent Westmoreland. Yay! Hi. Yay! Yay! It's like an award soon show. To be daddy. Yay. <laughs> it's you. It's, shut up. It's soon to be Daddy Westmoreland. Yeah, Daddy oh, Westmoreland. Yeah. Nate, that's only and, what you uh, can call then me. And there is the shy guy himself with his mask. He's he may shy be a sniffit. I'm not sure. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's Chris. What's up? Welcome back. Yay. I know it's been a while. Yay! You're finally not doing schoolwork. Yeah, I know. Take home test that's sitting on the table. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. All right. So uh, yeah, we're all here. And yes. yeah, we just mentioned Kent. You gonna be daddy? I am. Is it long. is it gonna be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? I'm hoping. Or is it gonna be as a biker mice from Mars? What, what kind of mutant me. are you gonna have? Ah, uh, that's a good question. It's not a battle toad though, because that's just evil. Oh, thank thank goodness. Um, I mean, you'd have to pick from Rash Sits or Pimple, Pimple for a name, and yeah. nobody True. really wants that. True. At least if it's a Ninja Turtle, I mean, you could get some classic uh, Italian names in there. Yeah, exactly. Unless you call him Splinter, and then that's just awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but Splinter wasn't a, friend, a Ninja Turtle. I have a friend who has a dog who looks like a, a Master Splinter. That's what we, <laughs> that's what we call her. <laughs> With my newborn baby, Shredder. Because <laughs> when that's she came out, she shredded vagina. that vagina. Oh, God. <laughs> Wow. All right. We're to have to edit that. <laughs> no, we are not. Shredder tore my wife's vag all up. <laughs> oh, God. We called the placenta Krang. <laughs> we, put it, we put it in, in, a, in, a, in a robotic wow. body. Well, you can have the baby. You can have the baby as Krang. Yeah, see, and if you do a C-section, then the baby could, like, come out of the stomach just like it was in the robot brain. <laughs> oh no Take pictures while it's taking out face first. <laughs> it's my save, save the placenta and put little googly eyes on it. <laughs> 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 
Wow. Boy. Huh. Man, we're off to a good start. Yeah. I, I, Strong. Strong humors. So, uh, I guess, man, it's been a while since we've all been together. I mean, we were planning on doing a holiday episode, but uh, you guys decided to actually take a vacation. Uh, uh, I wasn't taking a vacation. I was working. Yeah, right. You're on vacation. Shut I, was, I had a seven-day-a-week class all January. I, I was vacationing in sunny uh, Minnesota. <laughs> Ooh. Lovely, lovely area this time of year. Yeah. Uh, but we were going to do a, uh, a holiday episode where we talk, would talk about our, um, our holiday memories. Mm. But that's not what you're getting today. Nope. Too bad. You because it's too, la- it's too or... late in the year to talk about the holidays. What <laughs> about um, but Valentine's Day is coming up? Oh, Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. yeah Give we the can one talk you love our, a game. Yeah, our favorite Valentine's games. Subscribe them. To the BitPunks podcast, I think we should have a um, um, old adult games. That's what we should talk oh, about geez. on Valentine's Day. Things like Bubble Bath Babes and um, <laughs> Leisure, Leisure, uh, Leisure Shoot Larry. Larry. But that can be talked about today. Yeah, you know what? You know why we can talk about that today? No, why? Because we are we are talking about Sierra Adventure Games, yo. Who's Sierra? Old school CGA graphics, man. Wow. 16 motherfucking colors, yo. What? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's too My many. mind is blown. Gonna dither that shit to make it look like there's more than 16. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me today? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think you've had any alcohol or anything. You're just... No, I haven't. I was actually thinking about getting some alcohol to drink. You're like Jace Raw. Jace Uncut. I am uncut. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that's a permanent thing. Ooh. Uh, he can change it. I'm fucking garden hose down there, yo. Whoa. <laughs> I don't think that's supposed to be cut. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> no. no, they cut mm. a little too far. I don't cut mine. <laughs> Some people are into trim that. it. It's a I like it. Neck. I thought we were talking about the pole, not the bush. Gerbil and okay. a turtleneck. What? <laughs> That's what I got going on down there. Dang. It's like a fucking chinchilla in a, in a hoodie. <laughs> Something. Oh, okay. I lost my fucking mind. Just we keep it away from Richard Gear. Yeah. Chinchilla in a hoodie. <laughs> chinchilla in a hoodie. That's what my penis is like. Isn't it my wife? Are you like one of those rapping uh, mouse guys on those commercials? What? You know, you what can deal with this, or you can deal with the that. The Kia Soul commercial? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, no, this this ends right here. Okay.
turn Let's get on to our first around. topic. Yeah, our yeah. first topic is gonna be, uh... Now, should it be what we've been playing or what we've acquired? What we've acquired, dude. I like what that... we've acquired, yeah. yeah. I think All they're right. kind of Let's the same about... thing, aren't they? Let's talk about our holidays, then. In some cases. What we've acquired. What, what kind of goodies we have. Go ahead, Chris. Tell us, tell us about your holiday. My holidays were pretty good. I went to my parents' house. Spent like a week, week and a half there. Went up to my wife's parents' house. Spent some time there. And Got stuck uh, in the snow. <laughs> yes, yes. That actually is a good story. We got to my wife's parents' house, and then uh, got stuck in the snow. And so Nate and his wife, and our my father-in-law, came and dug us out and carried all our stuff up to the cottage, like half a mile. So that was a lot of fun. I was uh, going to say you just were stuck playing video games the whole time. No. I mean, I did, but, you know. So, right before the holidays, I gifted myself WoW Cataclysm, which was a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. it's like giving yourself crack. You know, it feels yeah. so good, but you know it's so bad. Yeah. It sounds so, like a good idea it. at the time, and then you're addicted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that. And uh, so that's been good. Um, I got Dominion, which is an excellent card game. You know? That's a fantastic oh. game. A little bit of a, uh, what'd you say, fantasy feel to it. But it's really all about counting and, like, building a deck. So it's like a collectible card game without having to go buy all those, like, wacky packs or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> how, then, if you don't buy all these wacky packs, how is it, how is it a collectible card yeah, game? Yeah, like, well, it's like, everything well, well, one pack? you can build it's, your it's own It's about deck. building your own deck. You okay. know, like you would in a card game, so. Play it, but... it's fun, it's cool. There's no booster packs that you buy. There's no. Well, I mean, you can you buy, can buy like, different versions of the game to like build the game up. Yeah, so you is can it buy more like Munchkin to add more stuff. More, no, more because Munchkin was a little different. I don't know. I don't. I am confused. It's different. It's a little different. Anyways, it's all about basically getting as many victory points as possible. It's not really what card you have and collecting all of the treasures and things like that it's really choose the cards that you want to have you buy them because they're all laid out in front of you it's not like you have to you know come up with some crazy strategy just usually you can buy shit and win anyways uh, what i want to know about this game is uh does it piss off your friends to the same amount that munchkin does when you play with them i've only played munchkin once and it was oh, rather man. stupid and frustrating Next time, next time we can all hang out. We're playing Munchkin. Next time, you mean the first time? We yeah, the first time. We can the first out. time. Yeah, well, so, I wanted I wanted to make it sound like that we've actually met all each other chums. in real life. Yeah, but I I'm the only one who has actually met everyone. Yes. I think no, I haven't met Katie. You've never Never met Katie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, um, she doesn't um, count. But part of my gift um, this year is my parents are paying for me to go to PAX. So I'll yes. be at PAX. PAX I will East, be going to PAX. Yes, PAX East. Katie will be going to PAX. So Maybe. I will meet Katie and Jace there. And then I'll only have Kent to see. So Kent and Nate, you're not going to PAX. That's when my baby's going to be born, so no. Fuck that, bring your baby along. <laughs> <laughs> Teach I him young. If she's PAX. born before, maybe we'll make an appearance. Induce labor, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> make make your wife do more heavy housework. Have her chase that dog around with that yardstick some more. <laughs> no poking from the. You'll couch. get that baby out, and then you'll get to go to PAX. 
dress up. You could dress up the little baby in some sort of costume. I could. You, you could dress up the baby like the uh, like uh, the babies from Dead Space. Your yeah. wife would oh, love no, that. Oh, I don't God. think I'd oh, she would love that. Child. Oh. oh, and and Dead Space Two. There's two different babies in there. There's two <gasps> different baby monsters. Oh my God! Spoiler. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh, what else? What else, Chris? So I really enjoyed. I got two RC helicopters. And honestly, like the ones? yeah, those are the, awesome. the little remote control ones. I had the most fun with those. We have, we have one of those in my office. I tore them up almost immediately. Like, yeah. I played with them for several hours, and after smashing it into the ceiling to learn how to fly, I switched to the second one. And that one's doing a little better, but still. <laughs> the I only one with like a little, little teeny tiny camera on it. Uh, yeah, I know. So I can pilot it first person. And, so then you when know, you're we... watching it, you get nauseous because it's just like. <laughs> we also need cold fusion because right now I, I can't stand having to charge it up for like yeah. an hour and then play with it for five minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> That's how really all stupid. remote control things are. <laughs> I know, it sucks. I hated that when I was a kid. Oh, well, holiday acquisitions, that was the major part. I did make a new acquisition though. I'm running on my Mac right now. Both of my uh, video cards fried like this weekend. So awesome. I had to buy a brand new one and I ended up going with the Radeon HD6870, which is like a really cool running, low power, but high output video card. Awesome. But that's me. Cool. That sucks. Moving on. Card fried. Yeah, both of them. It really sucked. I blame, porn. I blame Blizzard and NVIDIA at the same time. And what do you mean both of them? Were you running both of them at the same time, SLI? Yeah, yeah, I was running SLI. And then ah. NVIDIA came out with these updates that basically if you ran three applications, they were pretty much 100% guaranteed to burn. And they did. So They did something wow. like that last year too where they had a, um, a driver that – I can't remember what it did. Like it was some specific instance, but it would just make it continue to cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and cycle and right. cycle, 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 cycle until it burnt out. The same that's kind of thing. A, that's exactly what happened. And Wouldn't it's, it yeah. be like Nvidia's fault at that point? And you could like say like, "Hey, you released drivers that killed my video card." You, you would think me. so, but no. There's don't a disclaimer do with all drivers when you download them, though. Oh, yeah. jeez, those fucking disclaimers! Like, hey, we might uh, we might yeah, blow we might up your house, kill the yeah. shit that you bought. From so us I've at any point I've always been a, a big Nvidia guy, but I went Radeon this time. Yeah. Yeah. So. Every video I've had fail has been a Radeon, so I still try to be an NVIDIA guy, but Radeon's just so much cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's another factor there. Cheap. So price is good. They're they're uh, those two are good competitors. I mean, they keep on edging each other out yeah. in the the, uh, the race for the video cards. So I'm glad that there's that kind of competition going on there. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. So eventually, one of them will be able to play Crisis at full. Full settings. <laughs> Supposedly, this card might be able to do it because it has the best scale up. So nice. maybe if I buy four or five of them, it'll run it. Kent, <laughs> how it? about your holidays? How about you mine? had some other stuff on on your list here that you didn't talk about? Ah, uh, stuff. I got the encyclopedia, of, like DC's history, nice. and uh, DC Comics. Yeah, oh, well, of course, it's the only DC oh, around. So. I'm wearing my uh, white lantern ring right now. <laughs> Oh, don't get me started is on that, the Green Lantern. Is that your wedding ring? That is my wedding ring, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I, I specifically picked my wedding ring because it reminded me of the Superman crystals. So Nice. Yeah. And then, uh, that, that's, that's a true story, actually. I, I, yeah, I believe it's you, a true story. 
I did not doubt a single word. <laughs> and uh, I went and saw Tron Legacy. It's the only movie I saw, and I was very pleased, despite the uh, interesting performance by Mr. Jeff Bridges, which I love, but, you know. <laughs> ruining my mojo, man. It's, yeah, right, my exactly. Zen, ruining my zen, man. You're messing with my zen, man. Yeah. As he's surrounded by this brilliant HD video. And, oh, I was wondering what the hell was up with that. It's Jeff Bridges, that's all it is. Uh, I guess it's me, because I'm just next on the, the list in, sure. in Google Docs. Uh, unless somebody else wanted to go. No, go for it. It's all you got. Okay, uh, I got Enslaved, which I have yet to play, because I've been way too busy with, with reviews and other, other crap. I got uh, 8 gigs of RAM for my MacBook Pro, hoping it would uh, speed things up with my video editing, only to find out that, um, that Final Cut Express... Only uses up to two gigs and doesn't use any more. Yeah. Yep. That's how most mm. applications are unless they're 64-bit applications. That is bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I got... Uh, I put down Kodiak Socks of Survival <laughs> plus five to growing a manly beard. Nice. Uh, these are some heavy-duty motherfucking survivalist socks. Uh, from from my mom that I got from my mom. They only come in one pair. You can only get them like one pair at a time. They're so like complex. <laughs> the, the structure of these socks. It's like walking on like the most luxurious carpet. It's uh, it's awesome. Like, you can like uh, go out with and kill some deer while wearing these. Nice. You can probably kill deer with them. You have you have not sold me on these socks. I'm afraid. Why not? What do you? They're what? just socks. They're hey. not just socks. Hey, They're little carpets for your feet. No. <laughs> you know, it says right here I can buy a twelve pack of them. Lies. Can can Mr. I wear them with what? my Crocs, Jace? That's with your Crocs? Say, you're not supposed to wear socks. You want to be Crocs. beat up? Yeah. See. You can't put socks on your Crocs. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yes, you can. That's you what they do in the movie industry Crocs. to hide their dicks. <laughs> Only if you're flea. Right. Hey, my wife saw okay. that at uh, the 99 Woodstock. Okay. She saw his fleas, socks, and his Crocs. I don't know where the hell this conversation's going. <laughs> let's, let's veer away from my fucking socks. Uh, All right, Jace, I, got a, I got a brand new PS3. Nice. Uh, thanks to my lovely PS3? wife, Katie. What up, dude? Oh, my, yeah, your other one died. That's right. My other one died. My my 60-gig backwards-compatible awesome PS3 died. Son of a bitch. For the third time. I resurrected Shit. it uh, once. I like, traded it out a couple times. It's died a lot. Fuck. <laughs> I resurrected it by opening it up and um, reflowing the solder with a heat gun. Nice. Which brought it, you know, it, it brought it back to life for a period of time, then died again, and then, uh, fuck it. I just need to get a new one. But, uh, and then she also got me a uh, PlayStation Move. Cool. Which, How is uh, that? So I like it. it. I like it I like it a lot more than Connect. Wait, wasn't this wasn't this the guy who was, like, bitching about the Wii last episode? About how motion control is just, like, complete bullshit? Only if it's used like bullshit. It's always which used it like bullshit. Which it has been, yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not just used by bullshit. Okay, yeah, Dead Space Extraction. That was Which good is on, on Wii. Wii. Yeah, it was great on Wii. It's also great on the PS3 now. And then uh, Sports Champions, Sports Champions, uh, which came with the 
the bundle that I got is also fucking awesome with the the move. It has like, uh, where is it? Uh, oh, it's Wii Sports. It's, it's not Wii Sports. <laughs> it's got better stuff. It's got archery. Yeah. Like really, oh, it's Wii really Sports Plus. Wii my bad. It's yeah, really we, accurate we archery. It's got that sword fighting. Detects through the cats like when a cat. Walks I can fly a plane. It, you can still see. Yeah, like it, it, it's kind of weird. It, it does a lot of the detection without having to see the actual <sighs> controller. Yeah. Like, so uh, it can you're... see it at once, Like, but then if you block it, it's still the, tracking the movement. Nice. So it's kind of like the, cool. the Wii, with, like how it does with the, uh, the no, gyroscope. We, Except we it's actually one-to-one movement on the PS3. Yeah, it's one-to-one movement. It's extremely accurate. Instead of 20-to-one on the... Anyway, I like it. I just wish there, there were more games that supported it. Killzone 3 is going to support it. Um, the new SOCOM is going to support it. I would not play and SOCOM with that. No. Well, I don't, I'll try it. I mean, but, I would try it. I might play single-player campaign SOCOM, but multiplayer competitive SOCOM, no way in hell. What if you got a little bit more accuracy out of it? I, nope. It would be less accurate always. Yeah. Mm, you totally. could be a little faster in your aiming. Nah. I, I disagree. So how much... How much did Sony pay you to say all this? <laughs> Not a cent. Sadly, you know, no. Okay, you know what I'm wondering with all these... We have all these move things coming out, right? And we have a lot of them trying to push this uh, first-person shooter style. But mm-hmm. for for me, it's really frustrating to like deal with all the controls and aim like with my hands while trying to move with like you know a D-pad. It's kind of frustrating. So I want to know when they're going to come out with the game treadmill so that we could go, you know, all directions and the fat-ass guy that always plays Halo actually can't run that fast anymore. And so now he just sucks and needs to work out. You just need a power pad. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> one like that. It's like this, this sphere you can get into. It's been shown off at, like, E3 and other expos, but it's not realistic to, to be put in any sort of home. Maybe in an arcade situation. Yeah. yeah. You figure they gotta push for something like that eventually. Yeah, but I think eventually, mocap. We're not gonna need that. We're just gonna jack it into our brain and (laughs) have it take over our mind, and everything's gonna be realistic, and we don't have to move a fucking finger. And it's just whoever can think faster is gonna get the quick draw on you. And Keanu Reeves is gonna gonna sit there and laugh his ass off at you. Yep. And and get cranked on Mountain Dew to uh, (laughs) to improve the odds. It's the official drink of Halo. It is. It truly is. And World of Warcraft. Oh, yes. I remember that drinking blue Mountain Dew. It's like mm. manna. manna. It was delicious. It's delicious. flavor. So, so is that it, Jace? Yeah, that's it. Uh, I think we're moving on to Katie now. Okay. Let's see here. Well, for this holiday, um, I had to work. <laughs> um, Merry I... Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> I, on my on my way to work on Christmas Eve, I got a nice uh, hit and run oh, where man. somebody got my friggin' bumper, <laughs> and now I'm like, great! Now my car looks like shit. Um, and then I had to work Christmas Day, so I didn't really have much of a, a holiday. Um, but I did get these really awesome pajamas. They are like, I can't even describe how awesome these pajamas are. I would wear them every day. They're like my Jace. Kodiak socks, but all over. She buys yeah. you a PS3 and you buy her pajamas. 
That's not what I got her. I nope, that's what, what his mom got me. But he I got me a freaking camcorder. Oh. Yeah. I know what well. that's for. Well, <laughs> you see, there, there comes a time in every relationship where you sit down and you say, do we really want to see this? And we both said no. I just thought... We'd like videos. to keep the experience in our mind. I'd rather see this through my mind's eye. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, what the teddy bear's about? for. <laughs> what? what? Teddy bears? I don't want to know how your sexual relationship <laughs> is. Does your wife touch you and the you have to go to a dark place? The punks once again go to a dark place. place. <laughs> it's like the only way you can get off is by acting like a child. <laughs> oh. oh. What about with Just a child? Just hug your teddy and pretend no, nothing's no, happening. Nate, no, <laughs> Don't go there. You can really get in trouble for that shit. Nate, I hear the FBI at your door right now. I'm ignoring them. They can't do shit to me. <laughs> anyway, what else did you get, Katie? Well, um, I also got a bunch of really awesome uh, Batman plushies and, and figurines. Um, because I'm a huge, like, 1990s Batman fan. Like, holy shit, that animated series was amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I got her the um, the little chibi, uh, what was it, the Funko? Or, yeah, or, yeah I think Funko, it's Funko. Um... Yeah. Something like that. They're, like, little fucking adorable little so pieces cute. of plastic, and they have, like, plush versions of them. And the Joker is so awesome because he has his fluffy hair, and you can just totally... Scruffle his head and give him a faux hawk and shit. Like a troll doll. Yeah, he has troll doll (laughs) hair. Troll doll. It sounds terrible. It's awesome. No, it's awesome. It's so cute. And then like the penguin. It's a defamation of my childhood. (laughs) I'll 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 provide a link to it. They're fucking adorable. Yeah. And then let's see. Also, Steam was having a lot of uh, sales on games, so I got like random bundles of cool games. Nice. That I haven't really finished yet. Yeah, speaking of which, I got you guys uh, Super Meat Boy. I know. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. I haven't gotten there. I haven't been able to talk about it. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to talk about it. I am. Okay, we'll talk about Super Meat Boy. Nate's got a lot to say about it, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> um, anything else? Not that I can think of. I mean, I'm sure there's something else. All I know, definitely gift cards for, like, Food places, which absolutely I love, because IHOP, I would live in IHOP if I could. However, uh, it kills you. Indeed. That would kill me, too, by the weight that you would gain living there. And then she would roll on top of you. And uh, and she, I would be another pancake. She would not be working, so she would have no monetary value to you. Need more pancakes. <laughs> 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 Okay, Kent, how were your holidays? Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah, I got fun, good stuff. Um, After our episode where we played the ocarinas a lot, my wife bought me both the owl ocarina that you have, Nate, and the the blue plastic Zelda ocarina. Nice. And just a regular flute, so I was like fluted out of my mind. How many holes do your ocarinas have? The blue uh, one's four, right? The blue one. How many? Has how many holes can four. you stick all your new flutes in? <laughs> More than I can count. Music <laughs> man playing it all simultaneously. <laughs> that is talent. The, I applaud uh, wow. you, sir. 
I don't remember. The blue one has more than four holes, though. It's oh. got, like, eight holes, actually. Mm. Nine. Yeah. I have an eight hole. Thanks That's for why taking I asked. it down that road, Jason. Now I can't <laughs> listen to this without laughing. You can't hear the word "hole" without imagining some other sort of orifice. <laughs> How many holes is that? Oh, eight or nine? Damn! My mouth goes on one. And, and like <laughs> surgery had to accomplish that. It's like human. Damn it! My popular down at the docks. Oh, all right. Um. <laughs> anyway. Other than that, I got a um, 250 gig hard drive for my 360. Hell yeah! Oh, and nice. then right after it came in, I my um, disk drive on my 360 quit working. Oh, well, it works, but I can't open the damn thing. What? Um, I was actually able to force it open today and put a disk in there, and it kind of opens with a disk in, but. And now it cries itself to sleep. Yeah, forced... I forced my disc in there. What? <laughs> I, I would have forced it open one more time and then tie a string somewhere so you, so you just pull it open. Pull yeah. it open. Um, I also got Kirby's epic yarn from my mom. Ooh. For your mom? Yeah, yeah. She plays games. No, from my mom. Oh, from your mom. I wish she played games it for your mom. She plays games with me. Yeah. Playing games with my house. She plays hide the pickle with Kent. <laughs> Classy. Yeah. Wow. No. So Kirby, Kirby Epic Yarn. Yeah. It's interesting. Have you played through it, beaten it? I haven't beaten it yet. I played through some of it. Then I started traveling like crazy, and so I haven't gotten to play much of it. But it, it, I like it so far. It's kind of a odd departure from normal Kirby games. Yeah. Well, they're gonna they're making another Kirby game. Yeah, that, I know. That is I saw that today. Or yeah, about that today. So that makes me happy. That's gonna be. They should put that on the 3DS. 3DS, right? Yeah. Um, That's because the 3DS is gonna kick ass. Yes, sir. It will. This is true. Um, my sister also got me all of the uh, Scott Pilgrim books. Cool. Nice. nice. Yeah, I, and I actually got those today. <laughs> ah. She. Uh, she had all of her presents ready before Christmas, and she didn't mail them until last week. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping she's gonna wait so I could for like February twelfth, uh, so I could be like, "Oh, awesome! A President's Day present." What? Oh, <laughs> no, it's it's Christmas. But uh, and then my wife got me um, something really awesome. She got me a Retron three. Oh, yeah, I got one of those. Which is like the retro duo, but it also plays Genesis games. Yeah, oh, I like nice. nice. Not only does it do that, but there's a Switch, and you can play Japanese games. I've already tested yeah. my Japanese copy of Shining Force and my Japanese copy of Legend of Zelda uh, A Link to the Past, and they both work. The awesome. retro duo can do that, too. Oh, it can? I didn't know it could. Mm-hmm. The nice. only the only Japanese games that can't play are Famicom games because the uh, the slot size is different. Yeah, right. But mine can't because it's just a big I have fat the... slot. That's what she said. Whoa! Nice Wait, holes and slots. <laughs> Speaking of which, go to Google Images and look up Blue Waffle. <laughs> oh God, no! <laughs> Don't. Uh, I also got uh, a Go board. Well, I bought me a Go board. Nice. Go board. Yeah. Go, it's the, the ancient the Chinese board? game. The, the ancient Chinese game. 
Oh, I got okay. that. I thought it was like friends. some sort of new, like razor esque type skateboarding toy. <laughs> yes, it's the go board. Totally yeah, I rad. Back to the Future, as seen on <laughs> um, A Beautiful Mind. Yes, <laughs> if you have no other reference. As, as seen on Hikaru no Go. Exactly. Yeah, I know what Go is. Yeah, I know. No, you don't. You know what Go is. It's like it's like Othello, but with more. Holy yes. crap. Othello like no. is, is horribly based on Go. Yes. It's like taking taking a game more complex than chess and making it about as complex as checkers. That's yeah. what I'll do. Uh, it's more complex than checkers. Okay. Because you got to flip them. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, and that's pretty much it. I bought myself some Christmas presents when I was in California. Oh, yeah? I went to Comics Conspiracy. Oh, nice. I'm so jealous. Home of the Geek Box. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get to meet Master Higgins. I did get too. to meet Master Higgins, and we talked for like three hours. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Did you tell him about this podcast? I did, actually. Yeah. I plugged our podcast. And now I need to go, uh, now that I'm back at work and can, you know, be on the internet, I need to start being on the Geekbox forums and... and uh, do some viral marketing. That'd be awesome. So we can officially say that uh, the BitPunks are friends of uh, the Geekbox podcast. Yeah. Though they don't know, know it. They don't know it yeah. yet. But... <laughs> We're best friends. Best buds. Best friends. The very best, best friends, friends forever. Oh, and I got Super Meat Boy from Jace. Yes, yes. I did too. Awesome. You know what makes me mad about that game? I was going to play awesome it on my... it is? That, too. But, uh, <laughs> I played it on my PC after you got it for us and beat, you know, like, the first world. And then I had to travel, and I thought, that's okay, because I thought it had Steam Cloud support. Oh. And I was like, I'll just continue on my laptop. No. It doesn't. Keep it on a thumb drive. Yeah, I know. Mm. <sighs> so I haven't played much of that since then, but I haven't really played much of anything. But we'll get into that in a second. Now, Nate, what did you get for Yo, Christmas? Yo, Nate. What didn't I get for Christmas? That's right. Your two front teeth. Well, let's see. I, to start off, I didn't get it, but I have played through and beaten Donkey Kong Country Returns three times <laughs> since Christmas. I fucking love that game. Did you get into the Banana Temple? Uh, no, we were working on it ah. on one of my play saves. But it's uh, it's such a fantastic game. I got, uh, like, four new board games. I got uh, Alhambra from Chris, which is the oh, one nice. that I haven't played yet. Dang it, I was um, wanting to know how it was. I know, and every time I get people, I'm like, let's play it, and then nobody that wants That sounds it. weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, someday. And, uh, then I got uh, Pandemic, which is a great game. Yes. And I got um, Shadows Over Camelot, which is a cooperative game where everybody is one of the Knights of the Round Table, and you work together to stave off evil for as long as you possibly can by doing quests together. Nice. And and you you all compete to see who gets to bang Arthur's wife? No. Uh, no, you're friends. Except, <laughs> except, except Lancelot. You, he gets a piece of the action. 
Well, except one, there is a betrayer card, or um, I can't remember what it's called right now. But one of you can be betray everybody and, and work for evil, but you do it in secret the whole time. Are these boards like quests on a board game, or are they more verbal? No, it's it's all it's all set out so that you can okay. uh, do it, um, and then. I'm blanking on the other one. I know we got uh, a board or a card game called We Didn't Play Test This at All. And that is really fun. <laughs> it, and it's it's so true they didn't play test. It, it, I mean, it's a, a game can last like 30 seconds or like two minutes. It's really fun. Yeah, we got a board game too. What'd you get? We got um, Ravenloft. Oh, Castle Ravenloft? Oh, yeah. Nice. D&D Ravenloft. Yeah, is it good? Have it's you no. punishing. It's it's like your health is a constant timer ticking down until you eventually die. I mean, that so really, thing, that no game throws win. so much punishment your way. You just well, um, Pandemic feels that way sometimes. Yeah. yeah pan- or um, Arkham Horror is just... I mean, my brother and I have played that... Uh, about a dozen times, and we have won that game once. Nice. It's it's ridiculously hard. I, it's I, really disheartening, isn't it? It is, yeah, but I love games be. like that at the same time, because then when you actually do win, you feel so accomplished. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know, like, the one time I won, is like, oh, well, I guess we won. Wow, that was fucking stressful. <laughs> Great. That was You leave not playing really drained, fun, you're like, oh, God. See, but I, I have come to start, like, really loving playing board games and so like that accomplishment level is just I love like working really hard and, and yeah. actually succeeding at it on the video game front I picked up uh, Fallout New Vegas which I absolutely love Super and awesome. I got Blur which I'm sure we'll talk about in a little bit because Nacho played it a bit too and um, yeah. I think that's a uh, oh no! Um, oh no! Go, oh, no. go to everybody listening and everybody here. If you go to Amazon.com and look at the Jedi Path book, I got that for Christmas. Oh, nice! I've seen that cool. book. It's the one that and opens it, in the case. And... Yes, it opens from this metal case, and it comes up, and, and like it's got notes from Obi Wan Kenobi. It's got notes from. Uh, Luke Skywalker and uh, Anakin Skywalker, and it's got like uh, a, a, written on on a napkin how to make a lightsaber, and oh, it's napkin. got um, yeah yeah it's got all these things that were stuck in to preserve Je- Jedi history, so it's it's pretty freaking awesome. That <laughs> sounds nice. Does it does it tell you how to braid your own Padawan braid? No, but there is a Padawan braid in there. Well, who was it taken from? <laughs> I, I I think it's Anakin's, but oh, I can't remember what it said. There's a bunch of Anakin braids floating around. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, he 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 had long hair. Most of it's from um, his pubic hair. Well, yeah. it's duh. And oh god, uh, Super Meat Boy is just uh, so amazing. Because you played um, so much of it. Yeah. Well, what happened was. I opened it up on my Windows PC and uh, started, um, I plugged in my Microsoft controller so that I could do the controller, 
and then it just lagged the hell out, and you cannot play that game with lag. Yeah. It's, and, and I was very pissed off. So I'm waiting for it to be released on Mac, and hopefully it'll run better on my little MacBook. But I was saddened. Yeah, do they have a date for Mac support yet? Um, not that I know of. I'll check. Yeah. Maybe I mean, they said that they, it's going to happen. Maybe they'll yeah. do like they did uh, with Team Fortress and give your meat boy a little iPhone head, uh, <laughs> And That's the only difference. Yeah. <laughs> it should give you some sort of Team Fortress reward. Yeah. You have like a, a meat boy hat or something. <laughs> oh, they would make you pay for that. Yeah. No way, dude. They they love giving away stuff on Team Fortress. Oh, I do not well, see a date. Speaking of of Nate, I forgot one of my holiday acquisitions um, that his wife got uh-huh. me, which was a polo, and she cross stitched a companion cube into the nice. shirt. Yeah, it's uh-huh. really really awesome. She did. She got she cross stitched Ness for me. Nice. And for my my brother, she cross stitched Samus. Oh, that's sweet. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. they were awesome. So. You should put pictures up on uh, online so uh, they can be part of the show notes. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think she put them on picture. her website. I'll, so. uh, I'll put them on the site. Okay, but, we'll link uh, in the show notes. Yeah, and I got some DVDs, and that's about it. That's cool. So, yeah. All right, uh, we are going to take a little bit of a break so we can detach ourselves from our holiday memories and move forward, forward in time to the present. And uh, talk about old games of the past. with the WYBP, uh, the cleverly named What You've Been Playing. Uh, we are going to talk about what we've been playing all this time since we last recorded, or at least what we can remember. Um, Eight words or less. Who would like to go first? Nobody. Okay. Out. Let's do it. Let's go. Okay, Nate. Okay. Do it, Nate. Talk. I played New Vegas, a lot of Donkey Kong Country Returns, a bit of Blur been getting back into Reach, the Crisis 2 multiplayer demo, which sucks, and oh, yeah. that's about it. Why does it suck? I it's, haven't played I, it. Honestly, it's because if I want to play a multiplayer experience, I'm going to play Reach. Yeah. It's 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 not as well put together as Reach yeah. is, and uh, it's... That's I'm, not I'm different sure the single, No, I'm sure the single player is going to be awesome, but playing multiplayer it just it it pales once once you've been playing a whole bunch of reach for a few months yeah that's production so. values you know people spend they spend millions of dollars on making reach multiplayer 
exactly. what it is, and you know, Crisis probably added it on. It probably had a good team, you know, but they didn't spend yeah. millions of dollars developing this over ten years. Right. Yeah, it, and it's not bad. It's it's yeah. it's it's fun. It's decent multiplayer, but you know, it, it looks pretty. It's just not as as fun as as you know, popping on a jetpack and and shooting somebody with a DMR. Sorry, I just kicked my mic. Alright. So much fun you kicked your mic. It is. Oh, and I've been playing Bejeweled 3. I can't stop playing it. I really cannot stop playing that game. Mm, How's the storyline going in it? (laughs) I beat the the quest line, actually. Like, in two days. uh, Did you manage to save everybody? I did. I saved all the jewels, and they are bejeweled to me. Awesome. So, so you got the 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 best ending. Well, there's like I, do you want me to spoil it? Do you want me to spoil it? Spoilers. No, no. I mean, okay. It's too new of a game. You can't spoil the ending. Yeah. Well, suffice to say, I got the best ending, but I kind of felt a little gypped because there was this one storyline that I thought they were gonna continue it, with that might be for the dlc uh, yeah. oh that makes sense because like yeah. i was like it, I, I thought it was going in this one direction and then all of a sudden it just took a turn and they never came back to the that one part yeah that's definitely for the dlc i heard about this okay okay yeah and remember to save your uh keep keep your save game file for the uh for bejeweled four you can import oh, yeah all the choices yeah, you uh, made all, all the choices you made uh, during the game, it's going to carry over. It'll you be very can, impactful. It, you can import your character too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. So you, and then you can so, go in and change it a little bit. But uh, Speaking of, I have to do a little shout-out real quick. My dad got a 360 for Christmas, and we've been having family game nights every week now because he got Reach and everything. But he he played through and finished uh, Bioshock this past nice. week. Nice. Cool. Good, and good man. It was an it was an awesome experience because I was there. Uh, we went down and visited last weekend, and I got to see him do the part where he met Andrew Ryan, and oh, it was Golf brilliant, Club. awesome, yes. Because yes. <laughs> when I was talking to my dad, I just kept slipping in. I was just like, "Would you kindly hurry up and like finish this game?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he's like, he, "Sure, what?" Yeah. <laughs> So he kept going, and then he was like, "Why do you keep saying that?" And yeah, to and he got it. To me, that was one of those times to where the middle ending of the game was better than the end ending. The real ending, oh, absolutely. yeah, by absolutely. far. The end was so shit. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that, that's it. I'm for real done now. My cat is freaking out. Oh wait, and then this one no. <laughs> I know, I heard your cat have a seizure or something in the background. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. He's like looking at the Katie ceiling. Like... Or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's saying hello. <laughs> he's like, hey, Bit Pumps. Hey, guys, what's up? Hey, meow, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. All right, Chris, since we know you've only been playing two things, go. <laughs> Halo Reach. Same as Nate. But I keep Same missing everybody, so. Yeah, well, I, haven't, I haven't played have anything in a month and a half. You'll get on. I haven't played anything in a month. I haven't actually played since we did our last podcast. So, wow. Oh damn. Yeah. Uh, so played that. I have been playing Black Ops, Call of Duty Black Ops, and I've come to the conclusion that I miss Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. Um, mm. and then 
of course. World of Warcraft cat- Cataclysm. So Cataclysm. If you Cataclysm. if you played in the past but haven't played Cataclysm, Cataclysm is by far much more difficult than really? WoW has ever been. Healing. I thought it was easier. I thought it oh, was easier. Yeah, I heard the no. stuff was like so much easier to get. You got to no. press the number buttons maybe, faster. Maybe the raids are a little <laughs> different, but you have you have to CC everything. There is a lot oh. more skill required by the healers because you'll run out of mana in no time. The tanks see, have more I, to do. That kind of thing. All I did was the 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 new quests and everything, and they were ten times easier. Like I was able to level up to ten. In oh, a, leveling fast, sure. But I mean, if you're like if you jump in a random group and do a dungeon. Or even do a dungeon with people that you know, it can be pretty difficult. Okay. It can be. I'm a healer, so I play my priest and I'm happy. Alright. Um I guess I'll go next. Yeah. I have a long list. Uh Dude, fast. let's see. Uh Alundra. I downloaded that. Uh, I bought that on, on PlayStation Network and I, I saw that put it on my PSP. I need to get that Play. now. It's it's fucking awesome. It's you know, if if nobody knows what it is, it's it's like Zelda, a lot like mm, Zelda, almost but exactly the, like Zelda. But the puzzles are fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. the 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 combat isn't so hard. The bosses, really, I'm not having that much of a problem with. Yeah. It's all the puzzles. It's figuring it out, and I love that. I love you know conquering a puzzle by myself without looking at an FAQ. Yeah. I forgot that mm. came out. I need to get that. Yeah, and. Uh, I just have to wait for Lundra 2 to come out. I'm almost done with the Lundra 1. I'm at the last castle. I'm at some sort of puzzle where I have to pop balloons with an arrow, but uh, it's, 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 it's a pain in the ass. Uh, what else? Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey on the DS, which is done with the Etrian Odyssey engine. So it's like a first-person dungeon crawler, but the gameplay is kind of like Pokemon where you collect demons, but you collect them by talking with them. And um, convincing them to go into your party, hmm. but sometimes they'll get pissed off. At, like you'll have like conversation trees, and depending on what choices you make, they they might like you. They might get pissed off and suddenly attack you. Uh, they might give you an item and run away and stuff like that. And it's it's really interesting. There's there's lots of different demons, just like Pokemon, and you can fuse them together to get new ones. And I, the storyline is pretty mature. It's rated in for mature. Yeah. Um, it's a lot, but they had another one on DS. Um, it was a re, sort of a remake of one of the other Shimagami games. It was so bad though, because it was like the ten-year-olds in a city kind of oh, thing. And, fuck that. Uh, mm. I, I need to play Strange Journey though, because I, I love the other one. It's uh, it's uh, addictive. Yeah, it's pretty addictive, and so, I kind of like the storyline. It's very like. I'm Very a, science, science fiction yeah, in this one. Yeah, I'm a big Shin Megami. That, that one's set in space, too, isn't it? No, it's set on Earth. It's set on, okay. Yeah. Kent, Kent aren't you the secret biggest Shin Megami I, I am, Tensei fan? I am the secret biggest Shin Megami Tensei fan. <laughs> I'm a pretty big uh, Shin Megami Tensei fan, too, but I have right. never finished any of them. Jace, uh, uh, well, this is actually everybody. i got a question. Since you mentioned both PSP and DS, are you more excited about NGP or 3DS? You know what? I'm equally excited. Yeah. If you could only get one, which would you get? <sighs> NGP. Really? Yes. It 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 only does everything. Uh, <laughs> he makes a it, good it, point. The tech, the hardware, the specs, 
the things that it could do excites me more than glasses-free 3D. Yeah. Which is it's, about the only thing that 3DS really boasts. That and, like, Nintendo franchises. I'm excited about exa- Nintendo but franchises. See, that's the thing, Nintendo franchises. Yeah, I love well, Nintendo like, the, franchises. For me, the thing on the 3DS is that there's not much in the line of software that's not a rehash. Kid Icarus... That's, um, and that's about it. That's Kid Icarus yeah. is sin and punishment, essentially. Yeah. Well, which is awesome. But there, which is awesome. There, there will have to be a Picross 3DS, and, I mean... I'm sure there will be. That I, That's all I need to hear right there. Yeah. But anyway, the other stuff I've been playing, uh, Little Big Planet 2, I only started getting into that recently. It's nice, good, whimsical fun. Uh, Dead Space 2, I just finished that, that uh, this weekend. Did that for a review. Uh, my review should go up sometime next week. Well, what's the same journal? Uh, it's freaking awesome. Uh, oh, best I game of the year so it. far, in my opinion. Nice. Out of, <laughs> out of not <laughs> what's so the much, competition? Yeah. <laughs> the year just started. But, uh, yeah, Isaac Clarke actually talks this time. He has a personality. and You know, wow. I, I think they did, did, did a good job with it. Nice. Um, the uh, the the Dead Space two uh, animated film Aftermath uh, not so good. No. They try yeah. to do it like the Animatrix, where yeah, it's like oh I, different an- animated styles, but they're all fucking terrible, and the storyline's terrible, and ah. Uh, but you know what's really great? The Dead Space two uh, ad campaign. <laughs> oh, with the with the, the your mom scared moms. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Don't. Yeah, it's pretty weird. And I tried out the extraction because uh, if you get, I got it on the PS3, and uh, if you get the first run of Dead Space 2 on the PS3, it comes with Dead Space Extraction, which is the Wii game, which is also a, another awesome game, and the the port makes it over perfectly. Nice. Um, you know, just higher resolution since it's HD now, but they didn't really change the textures or anything like that. But it still looks pretty good, and it works with the Move controller, and it's awesome with the Move controller. But you don't have to use it with the move controller. You can you can use a, a normal uh, joypad with it, DualShock. Uh, then there is DC Universe Online, which I just reviewed, and it should be going up this Thursday. And um, ha, ha, has anybody else checked it out or tried the beta? I no, played the no. beta. I want to. I, I was talking to uh, Ryan Higgins about it a lot, and it, he's really made me want to, to play it now. It's really? not yeah. bad. Well, it's not bad, but you have to look past some of the flaws, like the fact that there's not much to do in it besides beat up things, and you level up uh, pretty damn quickly, and the the level cap is only thirty. But they did include a lot of end game content. Like once you hit thirty, a lot of stuff opens up. So they they made sure to have end game content in there. Um, I but uh, yeah, I, I wasn't but, very happy with it. No, no, I'm a big DC guy, and I played City of Heroes, and to me that was much more better. I didn't like the action MMO better. style. Yeah, much more better. <laughs> I, I I like the uh, the the brawling action combat in this one. Uh, to me, it just felt too push button. No, did you I, play it with a controller? No, I played it on the computer. I was. You could plug in a. You could plug in a USB controller. I know, but I was playing it. You know, that, computer style. That's it's what more Ryan fun said. with the controller. He said it was 
much better if you had a controller. Yeah, yeah. I got used to more action oriented. But but even yeah. then, it still felt very, you know, button pushy. Yeah, yeah um, button smash. Action games are button pushy. Yeah, wow, I mean, it was okay. Pushy. It wasn't terrible. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> well, it was button pushy. You can't go button pushy now. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, I kind of like it. I'm, I'm, I, um, I, I play on the new Frontier server uh, as a villain, as uh, Raincoat Killer. Raincoat Killer, yeah, from uh, Deadly Premonition. Nice. Uh, and that's another thing that I played and finished. The first game that I beat this year was Deadly Premonition. Yay! And I wrote, I wrote a little review for it for the, uh, for for uh, the Winston Salem Journal, and it's my best worst game of 2010. I I believe my score that I gave it was a turkey sandwich with strawberry jam and cereal on it. Hmm. Yep. If you play the game, you know what that means. But you... Oh, damn. <laughs> what? I haven't played it, so I was going to make a, a, a question as to why you didn't give it a, a, a Reuben with salami. Well, because that's an actual sandwich. Um, that's ridiculous, Nate. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Uh, I'm in the camp of I don't really like this game. Uh, there are some people that really like this game, and I question their sanity. Uh, it's neither a Castlevania game nor a good God of War type game. It just ended up being boring to me. I didn't really want to go with and through it. I, I got up to chapter four, and I forget how many chapters there are, and a lot of them. It's a long fucking game, and I just couldn't bring myself to play it anymore. Uh, but it has uh, it has uh, Jean-Luc Picard in it. Ooh. That's Kirk a, Stewart. Yeah, I know. But uh, he's he good, and that's about the only thing. To me. Or yes, make it so. Uh, well, he be, be Emperor Uriel Septim to you? Ooh, nice. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He dies real quick. Um, yeah, he does. <laughs> then there's uh, Horde on PSN, which is a, a fun little uh, arcade strategy, action strategy game where you play a dragon, and you hoard gold, and you attack towns, and capture princesses, and you try to hit a, a score, a certain score with the amount of gold you get, and you fight against other dragons to to be the top, the top dragon in the land. It's it's pretty fun. Okay, uh, then I think the last one I've been playing, uh, Fantasy Star Portable Two. Uh, it's like Fantasy Star Online. I like the first Fantasy Star Portable. Uh, Portable Two actually has real online play. You can you know unlike Monster Hunter, yeah, you can actually go online and play with people or on like keyboard though. Unlike Fantasy Star Portable One, <laughs> yeah, unlike Fantasy Star Portable One, you can actually go online. And uh, Katie and I both have it, and uh, we're we got it on sale, so yeah, I, it's not so crazy for us to have both have a copy and uh, we're playing that together. Uh, it's it's good fun. I'm a big robot and I uh, shoot things nice. with my cannons and whatnots. So that would be it for me. Uh, who would like to go next, Katie or Kent? I'll go. Okay. Three. So yeah, uh, I finally beat Dragon Quest Nine. Yay! Finally, dang! Finally. Yay! Well, I finally beat it, and now I've you know started the real game. 
Um, <laughs> uh, actually, I took a break once I actually beat it, and I, I think I ended up doing all the class quests and the um, and getting all the class except for the luminary. I haven't gotten that class yet. Oh, that is an awesome class. Yeah, I, I really want to yeah. get that because my main guy is that's his next class is going to be luminary. So I really want to get that for him. Um, uh, I actually finally beat uh, Pokemon Soul Silver. Uh, I had been trying to find the Elite Four like six months ago, and I haven't played it since then. Um, so I beat that. Um, actually, I've been playing uh, Game Dev Story on the iPhone. Uh, when I traveled, it was something I could play like at lunch, and I, I played, I think, what something like 20, 25 or 30 years, whatever the max number of years you could play, released something like 57 games, and... Uh, Wow. Yeah. It's, it's what a, was the first game you made on it? The first game I made was... I don't know, because like after, after 30 games, it starts rolling over. It was, it was probably a puzzle pirate game, and it failed uh, miserably. I went for Puzzle <laughs> Ninja. No, that's what it was. It was Puzzle Ninja, and it failed miserably. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't do so well with it, but at least I got in the top 50. Nice. Yeah, mine didn't even get that high, but by by the end, every single one of my games was in the top ten, and I was just raking in the money. But uh, what was the name of your game company? Uh, actually, it was called Bitpunks Productions. Awesome! Nice. If you're here, yeah. I'd give you a fist bump. <laughs> uh, and actually, when you beat the game, you can start over, and all the um. Like you, you level up game genres as well as like your uh, staff and things like that. And uh, if you start a new game, you can keep all the levels that you had from the other genres. So every genre you've unlocked and and, and the levels you've added to that. So you can kind of start ahead of the game. And I started a new one, and then I was like, eh, okay, I'm done, because <laughs> I played it pretty religiously for like two weeks. Um, well, there's I heard that they're going to come up with a uh, another game. Um, a game game, uh, like Game Store Story or something. Oh, like really? That. So you open a GameStop? Yeah, something like that. That's what I heard. I'm. I don't know if that's true. Nice. Either that or it's Game Magazine Story, one or the other. Hmm. Nice. So you can write about your your game company, and uh. Oh, it's that. called the Game Dealer. Game Dealer. Uh, so, so it, it is, is GameStop. Like GameStop. Nice. Yeah, it's, that it's is a really awesome. fun game. I got it for ninety nine cents, and I definitely got. A dollar's worth out of it. Nice. I probably got ten dollars worth out of it, actually. Um, that that game is an iPhone darling. It really is. It is a really, really great game. Um, Will it run on I, iPod Gen 1? Gen 1, I don't know. It runs on iPhone 3, 3G, which is what the, I have. The um, graphics aren't anything terribly yeah, I, complicated. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it would run. It, it, it'll say on this side. I'll look. Um, oh, it's also on Android. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, then I'll just get it, yeah, on, get Android. it on Android. Um, yeah, really good game. Although, I can get an <coughs> iPod or iPhone in like a month. Nice. Because it's Verizon. Oh, yeah. Well, nice. that will be. Anyway, um, I, speaking of Fantasy Star, I did get Fantasy Star Portable 2, but... I haven't played very much of it because I played 200 hours of Fantasy Star Portable. 
Wow. <laughs> and and that was just by myself. I didn't have anyone to play with, and so I Dang. I couldn't really get into it yet. I, I I need I don't know. I need some other. I just need to get in a, mo- a, a mindset to get into it. Um, it's very similar. Very, yeah, very. it really is. Like pretty straight shot. It, it makes a few needed changes, but n- not not much more than that. Now, if I was closer to you guys, I'd probably play a lot more of it because I could play with. Dude, you. you're not that far away from me. Plus, you can play it online. That's true. So, do you have to have a? Do you have to pay for a hunter's license or whatever they call it now? No, you you get it for free. You get it for free. Okay. So yeah, you have to get it from um, the PSN store. store. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you get it for free. If you have the digital version, it comes built in with it. Nice. Cool. But uh, um, yeah. But yeah, I've you actually play been that. playing uh, Fantasy Star Zero on the eh. DS, which um, it's it's eh. Fantasy Star Online um, minus except a few scaled things, down. Except scaled down, yeah. And like I'm not playing it with anyone, so it's I, I I've actually played like eight hours. Uh, it's it. nice to have the mags back. Yeah, I like having the mags back, and I like um, – I actually kind of like a central story, even though it's a completely throwaway. It, I don't know. I, if it was a better story, I think it would be a great single-player game. Yeah, um, Fantasy Star hasn't had a good story since 4. four. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, I, you know, I've been playing a lot of that. I started playing uh, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Mm-hmm. But my PSP kept uh, not really crashing. It kept dying and battery falling out and stuff like that. So I would get really far and then it would die or something because I was having problems charging it for a while. And so I got really frustrated with it and haven't gone back to it yet. Um, but I liked what I did play. It's like Monster Hunter Metal Gear. Yeah, I love I love Peace Walker. Yeah. It's, it was my uh, PSP game of the year. Really? Yeah, it's good. I mean, I as long as um, I can get over my power charging issues, which I think I have now, um, I'll probably go back to it. Uh, Honestly, it's it's my favorite Metal Gear game. Yeah, just period. Yes. Metal Gear. Period. So far, I like it a lot better, mainly just because I'm so used to Monster Hunter controls. But uh, yeah. So far, pretty good. Uh, I was playing Lost Odyssey a month and a half ago before you know I started traveling like crazy, and I I don't know how I feel about that game right now. Um, I've heard it, I there's things I really like about it. I like some of the combat system stuff, um, and the story's actually good until you get to one part where you get children in your party and they're annoying as hell. Oh, Palam and Porum? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Because <laughs> um, this is basically Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Um, I don't and know. And the guy's name is Kane. <laughs> yeah. Kane <laughs> wow. with an M instead of an N. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's one letter off. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, also, Super Meat Boy, which is just awesome. Mm. Warp zone and all. Warp zone. Yeah, I, sc- I screamed that last time. Yep. I don't need to do that again. No. Yeah, you do. And unless everybody begs me, I'll do it. Please. Do it. Now? Yeah. No. Do it. Go for it. Warp zone. Somebody's saying no. There's a dissenter, and I don't want to disappoint them. 
Don't do Gotta it, nice. Jace. All right, I will move on then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I got the X Men arcade game as well. Ooh, I, don't, I think I was the only one. Nice. Is it worth ten dollars? Did I pay ten dollars for it? <laughs> I said, is it worth? You were just like, oh, it's X Men. Buy it. I don't care how much. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't care how much. You could have paid a hundred bucks for it. You wouldn't have I, known. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it 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 felt just like the original arcade game and. Maybe it was because I also bought Turtles in Time. Yeah. And that was horribly disappointing that nothing, nothing could be that bad again. So it, it was really fun for me. I don't know. <laughs> gotcha. What was the first playthrough character? Uh, Dazzler, of course. Cyclops. Oh. <laughs> Dazzler. <laughs> Dazzler. Did, Dazzler. Did any of you have seen the, um, the X-Men animated pilot that was supposed to go alongside that arcade game? No. Yes. Nope. There was so. one. You can watch it on YouTube. It's called uh, Pride of the X-Men. Oh, yeah. Actually, I had the VHS of that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was focused on Kitty Pride. Yeah. It Kitty Pride like, and it the same X-Men in there. Yeah. Yeah. It was actually it was not terrible. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. The, the, the dialogue was fucking killing my brain. Yeah. Plus, Wolverine <laughs> having an Australian accent. Oh, I forgot. It's just Hugh Jackman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they predicted Hugh Jackman. Yeah, foresight. Um, yeah, I actually had the, a VHS that had that and uh, some Super Friends episode, like Spider-Man Super Friends. Um, I don't remember what it was about, but... Spider-Man Super Friends? Yeah, what was that? That's <laughs> not... <laughs> that's two worlds colliding right there. <laughs> yeah, you're you're messing with the DC stuff. What was you? the, the Spider-Man <laughs> show with Firestar and... Um, um, Avengers? No. Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's what it was. Thank you. Yeah. Holy crap. What a terrible title. Spider-Man and his ambiguous hey. gay friends. I didn't say it was a bad show, but come on. The title. Um, Other than X-Men Arcade, moving on, I also played some good old Shining Force on the iPhone, as well as some of the Japanese version on my Retron. Nice. Um, And Kirby's Epic Yarn, which my mom got me, like I said. I want to play that. It's fun. I do want to play It's definitely very kid-focused. Yeah. So... I highly recommend skipping the uh, story cutscenes because it, it really is. Yes, it, actually, it's per- it is perfect to play with a, a kid if you if you have a kid around, you know. Because you don't die. Yeah, you don't die, and no. and just how it tells the story uh, is very much like something you would watch on PBS. Um, so you would recommend me invite over little kids to come play Epic Yarn with me? Um, no. Most people, not you. Yeah, you have a restraining order, and you have that special list that you belong to. Come on, I was framed. Come on. I found you on Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I played. Are you doing the sex offender shuffle? Maybe. Look that up on YouTube. Oh, God, another, another one of Katie's links. This one's actually I'm, safe. Yeah, this one's I'm not pretty watch funny. It. No. It's, it's no, safe. It's not, it's not no. like Blue Waffle. I feel sorry for all our listeners who went and Googled Blue Waffle. It's their own fault. We Bed, Bed Punks them. is not responsible for your uh, unsafe Googling. Yeah, for any harm that may come to you and your mind from looking at a Blue Waffle. That's right. Kids, use the internet responsibly. 
<laughs> As if they would. Read more about it on lemonparty.org. Oh, God. <laughs> you quit it. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay, are you done with... Uh, are I'm, you done? I'm done. Katie's okay. turn. Okay, Katie's turn. Okie dokie. Okay, I have also been playing Fantasy Star Portable 2 as well. Um, what do you think of it? I like it. Uh, there's some parts that are ridiculously hard. Like, out of nowhere, you'll just get hit practically once and you're done. Uh, and Jason and I teamed up, and he was a much higher level than I was. Only a couple and levels. Only a couple levels, but I kept on having to go back to the ship like at least 50 times and we didn't even finish. Um, <laughs> so it really pissed me off. Because your battery died. And my battery died. The first one was oh. like that too. They're like, they got to a point where you're doing fine and you weren't having any problems fighting the bosses and then all of a sudden everything kicked your ass. Yeah. It's like rape mode engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you have an inflated ego. Maybe we should rape it out of you. <laughs> you're doing far too well. <laughs> <laughs> You're feeling pretty good about yourself. Let's fix Let that. Let us crush, crush like your dreams. Difficulty rubber banding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like blur. Yeah. <laughs> so you're good, you're good, you're good. You're <laughs> raped. <laughs> well, um, besides that, I've also played um, Gyromancer, which is incredibly addictive. Um, I love it quite a lot. It's a, a Square Enix puzzle quester type game, yeah. but... More like Bejeweled Twist. That's how it plays. Ooh. It looked interesting. I thought about getting it. Yeah, I really like it. It has um, good artwork. and It has beautiful artwork. Yeah. yeah. And the the music is pretty cool, too. Yeah. Um, and then, like, all of my gameplay is usually when I can't sleep. So my next one is Super Mario 2 with Mario only because apparently... Everyone's like, oh, you play with the princess, that's cheating. But if you do it with, like, just plain Mario, then, you know, you're a gangster. Whatever. How would you even say Toad? Toad would be Toad, Toad rocked. Yeah. Because he was fast. He was like, yeah, pick shit up real quick. Yeah, but even then, yeah. that's kind of, like, cheating because you're using, like, a power-up. Like... Yeah, still. But, um, I played it with Mario only, and I was able to beat it with pretty good ease. So I feel pretty good about, about myself. warp zones? Did you use warp zones? I use no warp zones. Okay, good. You didn't use this the space shuttle? No. Nope. Launch you forward? Nope. Hmm. No such luck. I didn't use any... Well, Mario button. does have a power-up. What? The infinite, ni- the infinite life one. Oh, I didn't use that one at all, no. Yeah, you did. I didn't even know about it, so I, how could I use it? She's pretending now. It's a pretender. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like how you guys fuck with my wife. What? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Note that I have never met your wife, nor has Nate. I only know your wife Dear over the internet. Whoa. Yeah. I'm, I'm shocked. I did that for the lulls, okay? Oh, man. It was brilliant. For the look that she gave me. <laughs> that was Awesome. Well played, sir. Wow. You know, well the played. abuse that he's going to get later, it was still worth it. There's going to be some sexy, sexy abuse. Mm, no, it's going to be straight up call the cops abuse. <laughs> it's the same abuse Even that she gave sexier. me last night. Katie, Katie, he can't call the cops if he can't speak. 
Yeah, laugh with your mouth sewn shut. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, you she know probably what? has a link I shouldn't for that. be going down this path. I know all the stuff you watch online and don't <laughs> watch it unflinchingly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. His face is a death. Yeah. I'm sorry, I, I can't help it. But uh, the next game is Chime. <laughs> uh, Chime is incredibly zen. I, I, I love it very much so, especially when I can't sleep. Um, it gets you right into like a little peaceful place. So, I don't know. Just like the Zen mode of Bejeweled 3. Yeah. Thanks, PopCap. I may have ting. to buy that because I'm a huge Bejeweled fan. However, you might not see me for like a month. I'll just be like playing it and be like, Katie, you haven't gone to work. I'm pretty sure you're fired now. It's worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. Uh, Chime was also on Xbox Live Arcade, and they did some sort of charity thing where it was like a super cheap game. And they donated money to charity. I, f- I forget all the details about it, but it is a really good game. It's it's like they give you like these Tetris pieces, and you put it on this board. And it's also like kind of like uh, what was that game? Luminies, because it's about music and a line is passing through nice. uh, hmm. each time, and you try to put things down on the on the board and have them disappear. And try you try to cover the entire board uh, with with uh, spaces, uh, with with your blocks or, or something like that after they get... I don't know. You just have to did check you, it out. Did check you try out. out Ilo Milo? Yes, I did. Oh, I, yeah. I kind of like that demo. Yes, but, it's uh, cute. I, it, it, it didn't... Uh, it didn't encourage me to buy it. That was the problem. Yeah. I was like, I can wait for this to go on sale or something. Yeah. You can get it on your Windows 7 phone. I don't have a Windows 7 phone. Well, that's yet. your fault. I'm debating well, between that and an iPhone. Yeah. Well, another but, thing, um, you know, I, I've gotten a bunch of Steam games that I've yet to play. Um, Maya Pyramid, which is like math game, and I'm not too old for math games. Oh yeah. You need the help. Yeah. I need yeah. You. Um, I work with friggin' teenagers. I need something to stimulate my brain. Anyhow, and also, horribly misspelled, um, Jurassic Park for the Super Nintendo. I invited a friend (laughs) over, and we were going through a bunch of our old games, and she's like, oh, crap, Jurassic Park. And I'm like, okay, let's put it in. And a lot of swearing ensued. Uh, it you was couldn't get past terrible. the beginning part. It's a hard one. All I remember is rage. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't remember that game at all. It's I just hard. remember red. It's hard and long. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the game when I was young. You couldn't save either. Like you had to go through the whole thing. If I recall, right? I thought you bad. could save or had passwords or something. I think it was passwords. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was passwords. Yeah, I just had, remember oh, you had, had to go all I'm over sure the place. I was pretty pissed at it at the end and. Didn't that one also have, like, first-person perspective sections? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like Wolfenstein. I thought... Yeah, it did. Like, most of it was, like, uh, like Legend of Zelda top-down style. Yeah, I don't remember As soon as you walk into a building, it had parts. three, like... For, it was first-person when you walked into a building. And, like, you would rotate, and then you would walk forward, and then you could rotate. Yeah. And walk forward. Yeah, it did. Okay. I had, um... Needed it to get Dennis Nerdy's ID card. 
Awesome. Nedry. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's like my favorite book when I was a kid. It's a good one. It is. But the last game I played was Marvel vs. Capcom 2, and uh, not too, well, I guess a long time ago now, um, over my life I've successfully broken both thumbs at different times, so my thumbs got way too weak in order to continue playing Marvel vs. Capcom. Nice. <laughs> what, uh, what version? Um, the one for, X- no, it was PSN. for PSN. PSN. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, but, yep. you know, the horribleness of not having many muscles in my thumbs really sucks. So you get an arcade stick and then you don't have to use your thumbs too much. Yeah, but I was always bad at arcade sticks. <laughs> you get good at it. Funny. You have to get good. Oh god, it's like that uh, online there's a thing of the SNES joystick from way back in the day. It looks like a total penis and they're like if you, the more you wiggle it, the harder it gets. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I, I'll have true. to link it. Yeah. It's hilarious. I'll have to link it. Yes. And those are the games we've been playing. Huzzle. We Huzzle. will go on a short little break now, and we will be back with our main topic. Back to our main topic. Uh, we are talking about Sierra games, uh, more specifically um, adventure games. We don't necessarily have to do adventure games, but that's the vast majority of them that that we have here yeah. uh, in our in our retro catalog that we have set up on Google Docs. Uh, and since Nathan is the undisputed biggest, biggest fan. Game. Secret biggest fan of uh, Sierra Adventure games. He's going to kick it off. Dang it. Because I don't know if I am. You are. What? But we've been, well, we've been we, you are. Well, uh, I'll start off. Yeah, I'll start off with um, something that uh, I, I used to play when I was a lot younger. And I finally found... A, well, number one, let me... You, yeah. you finally found it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. There it is! No, uh... I, I finally found a program, and I have to do a shout-out for uh, Boxer on Mac, which uh, runs old a... DOS games. Yeah, it's actually a DOSBox uh, GUI interface. Yeah, but it DOSBox doesn't work for me. And right. Boxer does. Because it requires technical knowledge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Boxer, I just drag and drop. So, yeah. You drop dragons? Yeah, I do. Cool. It sounds like an adventure game to like, me. Get you drag and drop sounds dragon. like an iPhone game. You drop dragons. Dropping dragons <laughs> gets you really high. I mean, <laughs> anyway. 
Anyway. But yeah, so the, this past uh, week I played through Torn's Passage again, which... Uh, have either of you played it or heard of it in any way? I've never had a Torn Passage, nope. no. Yes, you have. No, uh, they Can't sound you like you need to go to a passage. doctor if you have a torn passage. <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. So I love funny. Good having our explicit rating. Um, but no, it's it's a, a King's Quest-style point-and-click adventure game, but it's very uh, beginner-based. Uh, not, not based, Is it but... A baby game? Pretty much. So, you guys remember how from... <laughs> So right up your alley, huh? Exactly. I was able to beat it in, in three, four days. So, I mean, that says it right there. But um, do you guys remember how the change from King's Quest Six to King's Quest Seven? how in Seven it changed to you don't uh, modify your pointer from hand to walk to eye? Oh, yeah. And in Seven, it's, uh-huh. it's, yeah, it's just a universal yeah. thing. And it... It it goes lighter when you're on things that you can interact with. That's it, it's the same interface in in Torn's Passage. So it's a lot easier to tell what you can do and to uh, kind of figure out um, the sort of things that you're supposed to be doing. And it's also uh, it's very <laughs> uh, punny. There's yeah. A, well, most of those Sierra yeah. games are like that. It's it's a lot, a lot of stupid humor. There's <laughs> there's a part when you, you okay, so you're Torin, and uh, you're you're you are the prince of the lands above, but you don't know that because your parents get killed and you get taken by your uh, um, what's it called the the woman who watches over you, the nursemaid, I guess. And you get raised out on a, a farm, kind of like Luke Skywalker. And then your aunt and uncle oh. get uh, turned into crystal and disappear. And so your whole quest is to go uh, through the just different... Just like Star Wars. Just, yes. <laughs> Except for at the end... You... Crystal or ashes, Except... you know, whatever. Except for at the end you get your aunt and uncle back in Torn's Passage. And poor, poor oh, that's Luke, good. Poor Luke Skywalker. Spoilers. <laughs> oh, he got them back. <laughs> he inhaled them when he went by. He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> he should have kept their ashes. Uh, anyway, but you travel through, like it's the Earth is is in layers, like an onion, and so you go through the different layers <laughs> all the way to the Earth's core, the the that world's core. And there's like six, I think six or seven layers that you go through. Anyway, um, when you get to the second world, there's this one house that you walk into that is set up like a sitcom. And you walk in and uh, it's <laughs> it's just ridiculously stupid. And it, it's, um, there's, there's... It's called the bitter nuts, and there's a, a mom who who yeah. <laughs> the bitter nuts. <laughs> yeah, tra- I don't know. It's funny. I think they're kind of tangy. <laughs> oh, but anyway, anyway, it's 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 they make cheesy statements, and then there's a laugh track that cuts in, and it's the exact same laugh track at on every single quote unquote joke, and so you hear the same clap. 
at the end of it and you hear the, the same loud <laughs> laugh. So it, nice. it, it gets really funny just by hearing that over and over again. Um, and then uh, aside from that, in the same level, you, you, you walk into uh, a monk who's trying to find out you know who he is and he he's basically complaining about how his ass hurts and so how you solve his puzzles you bring him a pillow to to make his his uh meditation better so uh, it's 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 pretty funny i i really so they never explain why his ass hurts i, I don't understand because he's sitting on a rock oh yeah yeah and then he mysteriously passes on the ass hurting to you <laughs> And that's your new skill. After you give him the pillow, I don't understand what you you mean. Butt rape. Oh, Oh, ass rape. Oh, yeah, no butt rape. It all makes sense. It does. It's a kids' game, so you got to say butt rape. You can't say ass. Yeah. So was it actually a a kids' Sierra game, or um, it was just kind of dumbed down. I think it was just kind of. It's more. I think it's more designed for kids because when you because it's very cartoony, kind of like uh, King's Quest Seven. Yeah. So uh, I would I would lean more towards the fact that yes, it is um, a kids Sierra game, but some of the puzzles are are pretty bitchin'. So pretty bitchin'. Uh, yeah. So I I would hesitate to say that they. They wanted it all the way for kids. All the way but, for kids. But God <laughs> damn, jeez. <laughs> but the one I did, the other game that I was going to talk about is a kids Sierra game, and that's uh, the Doctor Brain series, uh, specifically the Island of Doctor Brain, and what that is is. You um, you arrive on Doctor Brain's island, and he is looking for a a new way to power the island, basically. And you go through, and you um, uh, I don't know, do puzzles, basically, and they're logic puzzles, kind of like the Tower of Hanoi. Um, nice word puzzles, like um picking out the antonym or the synonym for a, a specific word. Uh, there's this one, the very first puzzle is like a Tetris thing where you have a, a full rectangle and then you have to fit in all the blocks so that it, it makes it a square. And then there's... Sounds awesome. It, it's, I, need to, I need to find this and play this. It's on uh, that website you sent me. Abandonia? Uh-huh. And um, there's even an actual puzzle puzzle that you do in the middle that's a, a flamingo uh, uh, beach and you put it together before you can unlock the next puzzle but uh, this is a game that I remember like growing up on because I would play it through uh, probably about once a week at least and do all the puzzles and, and get really smart so that I could be on a podcast that makes no money and 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 not even remember what you're talking about. No, I just remembered that my life sucks. <laughs> yep. All of our lives suck. That's why we're on this podcast. You... It's kind of like a daily affirmation that <laughs> yeah. we suck. 
pass me. Not the- only that, but we let other people know. <laughs> We're uh, self-deprecating like that. Pa- pass, mm-hmm. pass the gin, please. <laughs> there yeah, is surprisingly, no none gin. of us are drinking right now, and yet Jace is still like Jace. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, so you can't, no matter you what. Can't really, you can't really blame the alcohol from now on. Now we know the truth. Yep, I'm just an asshole. <laughs> oh, we already know That's that. All I, I meant crazy, but, you know, asshole works too. <laughs> crazy asshole. Yeah, so th- those are my, my two My butthole has googly eyes. That I, I was going to go through, and since neither of you, I guess, have played either of them, it kind of kills that. Yeah, we can't really have a discussion about it if we haven't played it. So, but since we know those are both on uh, uh, the Bandonia site, we can definitely play those at uh, some time. Torrens is not, but uh, it's not. Uh, but um, you have I have you on Dropbox, Jace or Kent. So I don't have Jace on Dropbox. He's not going to. Oh get yeah, it you anyway. have the actual discs and everything. Yes, that. I do have the disc. It may also be on good old games. I don't think so. Like, cause when I search for it online, it's nope, it's it's, like it's, not. it's really hard to find information about it and stuff. Um, King's Quest Five was the one that I really started on. Um, that was that's a good the, one. Yeah, that's the that, one. That was where, the one that uh, abandoned the text input. Yeah, it was the first. Yes, point it was. It's the first point and click one, and that's why probably why it's the first one I played. It was also 256 colors, which was a big deal for the time. I had that freaking VGA card to play it. What the hell? Yeah. But Unless it, you played it on the NES, and that was like, oh, just 16 colors or so. Oh, yeah. No. Actually, I think I did play it on the NES before I played it on the PC. It didn't, it didn't work very well. No, I don't think I NES. realized it was the same game. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it didn't look the same at all. Yeah, it was kind of a... Kind of shitty, to to be perfectly honest. Uh, definitely. But um, yeah, I I remember playing that through, um, particularly uh the abominable snowman part. Do you guys remember that? Where you defeat him by throwing a pie in his face. <laughs> no, oh. I don't remember that. <laughs> and because I remember how long it took me to figure out figure that out. <laughs> that to, to defeat him, you had to throw a, a pie in his freaking face. What? That doesn't make perfect sense. It's like all the other uh, crazy Sierra games. Like in, um, uh, I never actually played them, but the uh, um, Gabriel Knight games where you have to, you know, uh, with the, the get cat, get hair, cat hair, and gum, and make a mustache and... so that the fake ID that you have that you drew a mustache on matches instead of just your face matching the face on the fake ID. Makes perfect sense. Why can't you figure out a pie in an abominable snowman's face? <laughs> well, the the other thing about King's Quest V was the the fucking desert, and I remember yeah. going all the way through that and drawing a map on grid paper just to to figure out where exactly to go, find all the oases and I think that's uh, when I quit playing the NES one. That's a good point. <laughs> that's a good time to stop. And God, and there was no game facts in those days, so you couldn't just like yeah. click on games facts and be like, Oh, I need to go three left and one up. Yeah, you either got to figure it out on your own or buy the hint guide. Oh, 
stupid hint guy. So it was figure out on your own, or hope you had a friend who was smarter than you and had already played it. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, Which I didn't have those for King's Quest. <laughs> me neither. And I remember uh, going, uh, or after that, starting King's Quest Six, and how much better that one was. Because, do you guys, either of you remember Six at all? I haven't played it. I remember seeing it in a, as like a demo in computer stores and really wanting it, but I never got it. Okay, so Six, you are the prince. Uh, what's Alexander? And you uh, go, you are shipwrecked on an, an island, but there's actually like... Did that one have voice in it? Yes, there was voice in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, it, yeah, that one was also really. It, most of the King's Quest games actually, definitely for their time, the the backgrounds and and it's very the graphics in the game are beautiful. Oh, that's yeah, so, that so well drawn me. and uh, the, the yeah. I mean, it was used to show off computers for sale. Exactly. Well, and and I, I I don't remember a lot, but one of the things I do remember about the King's Quest games is they're the games that pushed uh, my PC to the next level, you know, they're the ones that pushed it to a VGA card and to a CD-ROM and things it like that. It wasn't uh, Wolfenstein and Doom? No. No, I actually didn't play those until uh, Return a, a to Zork. later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the Torn's Passage, I remember when I was playing through this week, all the backgrounds and everything are, I mean, it's drawn... And and hand, you can see like the hand drawing, you can see like the pencil lines. I know it's made to look like that, but it looks it looks so pretty when you're playing nice. through it. Um, but yeah, King's Quest Six. I remember from the one of the puzzles where you go to this island and these like four dwarf five yeah five dwarfs come out and each of them has a specific sense like uh, touch taste. Uh, <laughs> oh sucks. boy, are, are you sure that you're not mixing this up with something you saw on like Spice Channel? I am or... positive. <laughs> Spice Channel. But no, you, uh, so like for the taste guy, you hand him a mint that you find, and so he thinks that you're a mint. For the the smell guy, I think you give him like a, a flower, of course. And uh, for the sight guy, you have to find like this invisibility potion or something, so that when he, uh, looks then you're gone so he doesn't see you there and you can get away but uh, I would have just killed him you can't you can't type slash not? kill that's what you do in games these days uh, these days games are kill. evil yeah, you get some you like sense deprived dwarves in front of you you shoot them <laughs> well this is not I would do that anyway but this is not bullet storm which is going to end the world according to Fox News it but, will uh, because it's too awesome. Yeah, it's too awesome. And you have orgasmic killtaculars and stuff like that. And you semenize your enemies and you bukake them to death, right? Absolutely. Basically. Yes. Maybe I can get the producer for Bulletstorm to come talk about old games. Though I don't know if she's even old enough to talk about old games. <laughs> I don't know if we're old enough to talk about old games. <laughs> you know the producer well, you from Bulletstorm? Jace, Jace definitely is. I'm getting old. Jace oh, you old. guys haven't even played any of the text input uh, uh, graphical adventure games, have they you? They suck. No, I, I can't. Have, Dude, yeah. they're awesome. No, they are awesome. I've I played tons of those. No, I'll talk about them in a moment. 
Anyway, continue King's Quest. It's it's gone. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, six is what got me uh, really into the King's Quest games, and so then I tried to play four and just couldn't. And then when seven came out, I I I think that's what ended it for me. Well, that and the fact that in between seven and eight there was like a uh, what six year gap? Yeah, and and eight was like three D and uh, yeah, weird. Seven had um, or no, six had like three D video or something in it, didn't it? It might have. I know it had video, but I don't know if it had. Um, Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Like an intro video that was uh, polygonal three D type stuff. It's possible, yeah. But yeah, I could be thinking of seven. I don't know. And of course, seven was. Just like Torrance Passage, it was really easy. Well, a lot easier, and I really enjoyed it for that reason. That it was. I think they need to make a, a remake of Seven. Everybody wants a remake of Seven. I do. No wait. Oh wait. Um, no. Final Fantasy. <laughs> Never mind. Oh. oh wait. <laughs> wrong games. Wrong games. We said adventure game. Sierra Adventure Games. Mm, I dozed off for a second there and heard <laughs> seven. What? Huh. what? Final Fantasy Seven is the greatest uh, uh, waste of time RPG ever created. No, you're, that was a lie. No. Wow, there's a um, King's Quest collection on Steam. Has the first seven games. Yeah, Coming that's up. that's the one oh, I have. Okay. I have the disc of that. Discs. Oh, you do. Nice. Yeah. Discs. And it's on Steam, huh? Yeah. But it's not back compatible, I betcha. It is Windows XP 64. Oh, wait, no. It is, um... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's compatible with some stuff. Mm. Just Windows. Yeah, it's it's Windows. Mm. Nothing's ever Mac compatible, not with games anymore. Which is really ironic. A lot of these adventure games... That is an old-faced lie. Mac is coming back. It's coming or, back, but it's not there yet. Not even really coming back. It's starting to get into games for the first Which time is, ever. Yeah, well, not Apple really. Apple II but. was awesome back when it had games. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a, that's a topic for another time. Yeah. Mac games. Yay. Yay. It's going to be a 10-minute long podcast. <laughs> I'll be like, I played Oregon Trail. <laughs> I played Lemmings. I play. I play Bejeweled on my Mac. <laughs> I, I don't think that's old enough. I don't know. Bejeweled is probably like ten years old by now, isn't it? Probably older. We are way off topic, guys. Anyway, yeah. back on track, Nate. Anything yeah. else about King's no? Quest move Jace? on before Jace takes us away again. I know. Take us guy. away. Don't take us away. So, do you have any other games you wanted to talk about? No, I'm good. want to go next if not i will go go for it go okay baby uh i want to talk about king's quest 4 which was my very first pc game uh if you don't count uh commodore 64 games i don't uh, which i technically don't uh they're not really pc games though they are kind of uh, King's Quest 4, we got a, uh, a 386 way back in the, um, I think it was like 89 or something like that. 
And it came with two games, uh, King's Quest IV and Hoyle's Books of Games. I forget which version it was, but it was a bunch of casino and other card games. And I played the crap out of those two games. Um, King's Quest IV was before point-and-click adventure games. Um, you played as, I think her name was Rosella, yeah. uh, which is the daughter of the main yes, character from the King's Quest series. Princess. Uh, I forget exactly what like why she's there. She's on some sort of island, and there's a witch there. I just remember being so fucking frustrated with it because there are certain things that you think you could do, but the game doesn't allow you to do because it snarkily tells you you can't do that specifically. Like, <laughs> oh, like I want to climb up these mountains. Like, oh, you can't climb up the mountains and wearing this kind of outfit. Like, okay, well, take off the the skirt. And like, we're not that kind of game. <laughs> and it's like, oh, great, okay. Uh, I, I remember sitting around the computer monitor with uh, a couple of my friends trying to figure out puzzles and eventually figuring that we can safely swim out to sea and get somewhere without the sharks killing us. And uh, eventually getting swallowed up by a whale and having to tickle it with a feather to get sneezed, snotted out at the, uh, some other island and so on and so forth. But this, but this is all like, you know, typing. You had to like type everything that you wanted and you had to think really hard about it. And you had to get the syntax right. And I kind of miss those kind of games. They don't. Nobody makes uh, the, the, the whole syntax typing adventure games anymore unless they're specifically going for a very specific retro feel. And right. um, I never, I could never beat it. I was able to get into the Witch's Tower, uh, but couldn't do a fucking thing there. I was going to ask if you ever played 5. Yes, I did play 5, and I was actually able to beat that one. You, 5 was one of my first games. Do you remember, uh, I, I, all I remember is building... Spending hours upon hours making a map of the desert in King's Quest V. Oh God, I didn't even bother. Yeah, it it helps to have a map of these uh, of these adventure games. You're going from screen no to screen. No kidding. I mean, it was from my <laughs> I I wasn't uh, smart enough to to think otherwise. So I would just my brother and I would take turns just like dying and dying over and over, just figuring out the where to go in that. Uh, Stupid, stupid desert. God. <laughs> another another game that had a uh, stupid, stupid desert was uh, Conquest of Camelot. Uh, probably nobody's heard of this, but I really liked it. Uh, it's another type and do... Uh, it's a graphical text adventure. Uh, you're playing as King Arthur, and you're trying to search for uh, the Knights of the Round Table. And also, conversely, the uh, the the Holy Grail. You're trying to find your leads on the Holy Grail, hmm. and it takes you all over England, Europe, uh, into the Middle East, everywhere. And um, I remember this one specific spot in it that, like, I I I questioned the 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 sanity of the developers. Like, really, you would do this to us? You would have us try to figure this out because I did figure it out. I'm like, really? That's the answer. Okay, there was a, a bust, like a statue bust, and it had mm-hmm. a necklace around its neck. And like, oh, you need to get the necklace. And you try to grab it and some snake jumps out and kills you with its poison. And you're like, okay, what the hell? Like, what tools do I have to get this? And I'm sitting there like trying to figure out how to get it, like slowly walk over and carefully pick it up. Oh, I get bitten. And I, I had – I, 
ended up typing out this long string of, of words like use sword to because he like he only used that for fighting. It wasn't really a, a, a puzzle item. Use sword to reach over, to pick up necklace from statue or something like that. And you saw him do the animation for that. I'm like, really? That's the answer. <laughs> that was the fucking answer. Especially because those types of games, <laughs> you're used to doing something as simple as just use sword, open door, grab yeah. necklace. Yeah, and that was like a long, like a, a, a pretty complex uh, action to have him do yeah. in that game. I remember, like, okay, the, the desert, you actually had to survive the desert by eating lizards. And you had to catch the lizard and, and say, like, type, eat lizard, and you had to get there in time. And you see him just stuff this fucking lizard in his mouth whole. Like, nom, 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 King Arthur, yum. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, it was kind of funny. King Arthur uh, loves some lizards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was pretty cool, pretty cool game. Uh, it ended up with you talking with some Greek goddess about love or some shit, I remember. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's some puzzle at the end, and just like all these things. And... That sounds just like the Arthurian legend that I've always known. <laughs> yeah, he ate lizards and picked up stuff with a sword and talked to a Greek goddess. Was this the precursor to God of War? Did did the no, Greek gods I didn't like see Kratos anywhere? Oh, damn. No, and he didn't bang like two or three chicks at the same time while the camera was pointed somewhere else when vases were shaking. <laughs> nope. Sorry. And there's uh, Hoyle's Book of Games. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's It was uh, solitaire yeah, and all like, sorts of exciting shit games. like that. <laughs> yeah, but you had like a little avatar face and it was cool because you got to make your own little avatar face and mm. you got to play Old Maid with an actual Old Maid. And I do remember that game. We had it, that, it was fun for the time. I don't think I ever played it. Yeah, it was, it was good stuff. Uh, I don't even think they make Hoyle games anymore. Uh, you know, I don't know either. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Because there's the internet that you can just, yeah. Play yeah, online you can poker. spend money on it too. Gamble real monies. And, um, can I, can I technically say Half-Life? No. It's a game that I thought was a Sierra game at the time. It was published by Sierra. Yeah. There were a lot of games that I thought were Sierra games because they were published. That was before I understood the difference between a developer and a publisher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we can't really say Half-Life because I want a Half-Life episode. Yeah, and it's a shooter. It's not really an adventure. There's some adventuring aspects to it, but there's more shooting in it. I kind of wish that King's Quest had more shooting in it. Or, uh, so you, you know, get Space probably... Quest. Yeah, you yes. get Space Quest. I played a little bit of Space Quest. I couldn't. I couldn't solve it. Space Quest was funnier. Yeah, I liked Space Quest just because it was funny. I yeah. don't think it was necessarily a better game. And I probably... humor, humor seems to be a, a ubiquitous thing with a lot of these adventure games. Yeah. It's, you know... it's hard to be serious in these games. <laughs> Some try to be. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll that's bet. where my games come in next. Oh, jeez. It still I'll ends bet, up though, being funny. I'll, I'll bet with Space Quest we didn't get half the jokes that were actually in oh, there. Oh, no. Definitely not. And Katie, you said you had uh, had something that I'm was a little more serious. Well, in a way, um, <laughs> dark. It but... wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't really. Um, 
humor per se, but Phantasmagoria. That's cheesy. Mm. That's just cheesy. It is cheesy. It was cheesy, but cool. <laughs> Back in the day, you saw all this, like, what the fuck are they doing? Are they beheading this laughing clown? What? Like, it was great stuff. That's the only thing you do to laughing clowns. That's what you must do. Yes. But uh, it was a very confusing game. Um, I did like it, though. You're, you're basically a female protagonist, which is kind of rare for games back then. But naturally, your husband is a writer, and you as a female have nothing to do. Um, apparently, you don't have your housewife. own life. Yeah. Desperate so, housewives. You move into... I've seen movies that start like that. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Um, you start out in a new home and a brand new place, and you're trying to find the secrets of this new castle-like place that you live in. Just for shits and giggles. Just for shits and giggles, and you see like a bunch of stuff shaking, and uh, like the house is haunted and such. It uses live actors, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On like poorly rendered CG backgrounds. That's yeah. The only way to do it. Of course. I think it had a sex scene in the beginning, didn't it? Oh. I don't remember. I, don't remember I think that. it did. Like, it didn't show anything. Oh. Oh, then it doesn't count. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is mature. Yeah. It was but, rated uh, mature. Yeah, yeah, that was more for all the Was viewer. there game ratings then? Yeah. I remember one of the first rated games was Mortal Kombat on this Super Nintendo. Yep. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Phantasmagoria. Well, that's... Uh, a lot of the different characters and such were very interesting, and it was supposed to be scary in some things, you know, were more jump out at you than creepy. Um, so that was a little cheap, but I really did like the, you know, live actors, the little cutscenes that they had that were very strange. Yeah, back then it was like the whole CD-ROM era of like, Oh my god! There's real peoples in my computer screen. Yeah. I know. And it was like, oh, that's awesome. It's like watching movie. What for it not? Was like, <laughs> this is like the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Exactly. So they didn't have to be the greatest actors. They just had to be somebody to put it in front of a screen. They had to be alive. Yeah. What? Or dead in this game. Yeah, was there was Tim a lot of Curry gore. in Phantasmagoria, or was he in... No, he was in... Um... Seven, not seventh guest. Eleventh um, hour. Maybe that's it. Maybe we should have a know. a full motion video uh, episode of the Bit Punks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Mark Hamill games. and Sewer Shark. Oh yeah. Oh jeez. Oh, Most of my trap. FMV games are are uh, Sega CD games actually. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. That was right, that was one of the topic. first. First ones to, to bring right, it to... Back, yeah, back on topic. Back on topic. Phantasmagoria, yeah. So, the Goria part of it, Katie. <laughs> the gory part. I don't know. It was more or less like they were trying to do 3D blood, which wound up looking very ass. Uh, but the other game, which is more cartoony and fun, was Stay Tuned. And yeah, it, it was regularly said that. And it it was a lot of fun for me. I really enjoyed the characters. It was very cartoony, very lighthearted. And it had this music. Like, a lot of these songs are really funny. Like, even though I heard this when I was, like, seven, I still remember this 
great part of it's it was about a cat who ate too much like and you had to rush him to the hospital and it was like a point and click puzzle sort of thing to get him there and like the big thing was was there a pompous stomach mini game kind of yes Oh, you're kidding. And in the song, they mention a stomach pump. He goes, uh, it feels like I ate the whole food chain. Call 911. It's an emergency. Gonna need a stomach pump to get this food out of me. Where are you at? In the middle. Where are you at? Just keep it in the middle. It was a, It was really catchy. You played this game a lot, didn't you? <laughs> I seriously just remember it because it was so fucking catchy back then. I really enjoyed it. So that was one of the... So it was basically like a point-and-click adventure game with cartoons. Yeah. Was it like highly animated or was it pixelated? Like what kind of style? No, it was highly animated. Okay, so it was one of the latter generation, late 90s, you would say? Probably mid mid to late. Mid to late 90s, yeah. But it it was a lot of fun. Cool. So that's quite different from Phantasmagoria where you see people get killed in many horrific ways. And you can go on YouTube to check out all of these different gory killing scenes from Phantasmagoria. Yeah. It's really it's really fun to to see it if you're a fan of like the schlocky gore porn type uh 80s and 90s slasher movies like you know Friday yeah, the 13th and just, stuff like that. Good uh the best one I just saw you do a Google image search for blue waffle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's get off of that. <laughs> Your wife started it. I know, and I am. And he's I'm gonna really end it. <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? Christopher, would you like to go next before you fall asleep? Uh, sure. <laughs> I think he's gone. Yeah. No, I going to bed, so... Well, then you better go. Um, okay. I have... Technically, the two that I have aren't adventure games, so I'm going to substitute one and go with uh, something a little off the wall, but I actually owned it. And that is Robert E. Lee Civil War General. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I did, I did see that real. on the list. What the hell? Ironically. So they awesome. released this. It's a strategy-based game, um, obviously, about Civil War. And so you can actually reenact the fights. Um, and it was somewhat... I mean, the graphics were pretty terrible. And... But to an extent, they tried to keep it as realistic as possible, as in, like, you know, if you're playing the Confederacy in Gettysburg, you you have almost 100% chance of losing. Huh. I mean, that's that's how it worked out. But honestly, it's it was pretty much considered one of the better and surprisingly educational games, because they had full histories on all the battles um, in between them and things like that. So that was pretty interesting and a surprising early strategy game that they came out with and uh something off the wall that i decided to go with instead of one of these other ones i kind of like that because i love the civil war and i think education in games is really important yeah and it's not like they went with the you know they called it robert e lee civil war general but they weren't you know going for those 
you know, the people I grew up with in South Georgia. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but moving on from that audience. short one. Yeah. Not the not the target target audience. Uh, but the other ones that I had, they weren't specifically adventurous, and they weren't even developed by Sierra specifically. But <gasps> I know, I know. Even so, I wanted to throw out the Earth Siege um, series, which includes you know Earth Siege, Siege um, one and two, and also goes through Star Siege. I didn't realize and what eventually Earth Siege became, and Star Siege were the same series. Yeah, well, they're two different series, but they're from same the same storyline. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, not the same team, but like literally, Star Siege is a couple thousand years later. Oh, okay. Yeah, Never knew it was that. very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, and <laughs> this, of course, eventually spawned the ever so loved Tribes Drive. FPS game, which <laughs> one day we will talk about. No. But for now, uh, for those of you that don't know Star Siege or Earth Siege, it was a game that was basically like Mech Commander. So you had the ability to customize a Herc, which is basically just a manned vehicle a herp. that could walk. Or a derp. Herc. Derp, derp. Herc, derp. I customized my Herc. Customized Herc. So for Earth Siege, you had obviously Earth based type scenarios, and um, you had a series of people, and you had. More often than not, the not like, what do you call them? Where, uh, where you take one person from one place to another? I can't remember the name. Transportation. No, not like take them with you. Like escort, escort quests. Ah. Ah. There were a lot of those, and uh, it was yeah, Hired basically escorts? like. As I was say, were they classy? These are Larry. What? Not those kind of escorts. Military. Oh. And so. Uh, Earth Siege was basically like, you know, they were having fights on Earth. And then in Star Siege, it was actually, I don't remember their names. I think they were the Cybrids or something, but they're like cybrid, cyborg aliens type things come in and start attacking these colonies um, in space. And so the only thing that they have to protect themselves with are the giant Herc vehicles used for creating these colonies. So uh, it was just really cool because you could actually customize each component. So you could, you know, replace if you wanted a shield to regen faster, you could get that. Or, but the problem was, is it only had so much health. Whereas you could get the one that had ten thousand health, but it didn't regen at all. Um, customize weapons, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And the online play for all these games were actually very very good and stayed around for a long time even after the game left so I, yeah the only thing i ever played play? online in those series were the tribes ones the other ones i just played by myself <laughs> so surprisingly i i played star siege for a long time online and even one of the main mods that came out for the game i actually helped mod nice um it was through the mib it's the name of our little group but we did one of the major mods for that. And cool. I helped do a lot of the, uh, they had early, like, plans for these flight-based Hercs, so you could actually fly, but they didn't actually implement them in the game, but they actually had the code there, so we took them and modeled them and pushed them out. Nice. So you had flying derps? Derp, derp. Yeah, <laughs> flying derps. Derp, derp. <laughs> so, it was good. Very interesting. But uh, I didn't do a whole lot of of the adventure based games because I was still pretty young and 
He wasn't allowed yeah, to have really, adventures. Uh, get a lot of those. Nah, no, too only young adventures in my head. I was playing my NES and stuff like that more than anything then. They had uh, King's Quest V on the NES. They, they did. sure I, did. I, I was going to say that. Get that. That's actually where I played. Uh, well, that's not true. I had it on PC. What was it that I played? I played it on both. We got our friend to buy it on uh, NES, and how, so we got to play it on that. How terrible was it? It's impossible to control. That's all I remember. Yeah. Point and click games do not work on consoles. Nope. Except for StarCraft 64. All right. And, and, and Diablo on, on PSX. Um, <laughs> and Diablo 3 on Xbox Live. That's right. <laughs> Let's hope. I mean, they're they're putting... Uh, you mean Torchlight? What is it? Torchlight? Yeah, yeah Torchlight on Xbox Live. Yeah. Which I will buy. I, I don't care. I think that... I think they're looking at it for another reason. But that's just my opinion. What, Torchlight? No, uh... Diablo 3. I don't think they're looking to put Diablo on there. I think they're looking to to start a new series. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll bring back StarCraft Ghost. But that's for our <laughs> Blizzard oh, podcast. We could only hope. We'll talk about or Lost Blizzard. Viking. I Ooh, hope yeah. they bring back That was Blizzard. a great game. Mm-hmm. They did do yeah, that. Yeah, in, in StarCraft, StarCraft 2. <laughs> sort of. Sort of, yeah. It was still fun. Kent. Yes, yes. Tell us about your chosen Sierra... Software games. series games. First one is the Quest for Glory games, and I think, Nate, you said you played um, at least Quest for Glory 4, right? Yeah, 4 is the one I played. Yeah. Um, Quest for Glory was one of the first uh, adventure games that I ever played, actually. Um, it was um, actually kind of an adventure game RPG hybrid. Um, so you actually had stats that you built on with your character. Um, yep. And uh, one of the cool, my favorite things about it, you know, aside from just being an adventure game and an RPG, you could pick um, one of three different classes. So you could be a mage or a fighter or a thief. And then you got to allocate points to different skills like block picking or magic or uh, strength. But you could allocate those any way you wanted. So even if you were a mage, you could put all your extra points into strength. And be kind of a you know battle mage, battle mage, even even fighter uh, or uh, even balanced character. Um, and you know, Jace, it was a text input game. The first one, the first Quest for Glory game. Ooh, yeah, it had awesome like uh, uh, EGA graphics. Ooh, sexy, nice. Yeah, those 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 rasterized. Uh, uh, eight color text or uh, pictures. Mm-hmm. Good, good stuff. Um, uh, the cool, the coolest thing about the the Quest for Glory games that I, I liked is um, whenever you beat a game, and for me, you know, the first when I played the first one and, and beat the first one, it asked you um, to put in a disc 
so you can save your character to be imported into the next game. So rather than like retconning on, uh, um, you know, character progression through these different games, they actually from the ground up, they knew that they were going to have, you know, multiple games and that they wanted to take the same character through. So your, your character, um, is actually the same guy uh, through all the Quest for Glory games. So it's it's because Sierra owned the computer market. This and, is true. And they knew that they could make as many games and people would buy them. And yeah, but I mean, it's still good. Yeah. And uh, they actually uh, later made a, a VGA remake for the first Quest for Glory, which I, I played, and they they made that a, a point and click. Uh, instead of the you know, text parser type type game, which was kind of weird in, in some ways because you had text trees. That was one of the first times I experienced uh, you know text trees. It's like, okay, I'll ask about this, and then I can ask about these 12 things. But uh, one, <laughs> one of my f- funny memories of the, the first one was um, trying to pick a lock and accidentally clicking on my character and I didn't have high lock picking skill anyway. And uh, when you click on yourself with the lock pick out, it says you tried to pick your nose. <laughs> and then if your lock picking skill is too low, uh, you kill yourself. You jam like the lock picks up your nose. You kill yourself. And that's what I did. I was like, fuck! I didn't mean to kill myself. Uh, I did find out later though that uh, if you have high uh, lock picking, it's like. Your nose is now open. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so it, it, the game, you the game's both other things in your nose at that point to store them. You, you <laughs> I don't think so. I didn't try that, <laughs> um, but it had a lot of things. You know, like you do that. It, it, you know, and that was the fun of most of those old text parser games. It's like I'm gonna type something really stupid and see what happens. Uh, you know, for me, I didn't accidentally try to pick my nose. Uh, with the lock pick in the text version, it wasn't until the point click uh, right. VGA version on on the first one. But um, so you know, I played I played the first one, and for me, I didn't get like one just in gaming in general. I've always been really slow. Like four or five years after everyone has gotten their NES or their PC, I started getting my kind of stuff. So you know, I, I didn't play Quest for Glory until much later. Because it came out in like '89 or something, I, I didn't play it till like '93. Um, but by then, they'd already come out with the other most of the other Quest for Glories. I think they were up to three at that point. Um, and so I, you know, saved my character at the end. I was able to get into uh, Quest for Glory two. Um, and for me, actually, I, I normally played the mage, so I would import my mage character and. Um, one of the my favorite things about the Quest for Glory games, the RPG system side of it, is you know, like I said, you had those skills that you set, um, but uh, rather than gaining levels like other RPGs, um, you gain points in your skills by using them. So I could continue con- continually try to pick a lock, and I would get better at it, or you know, cast more magic, and I would get better at magic, or do things like you know, work in the stables and, and I would get stronger or fighting, I would get stronger that mm-hmm. type of thing. So you could have a really powerful character by the end just by kind of monotonously doing uh, boring different stuff. tasks in the game. Right, yeah. Well, and, and like, these games, Quest for Glory and, and the other games I'm going to talk about in a minute, the Betrayal games, um, they kind of 
led the way for me into games like uh, Fallout or um, uh, the the Mar- uh, not Morrowind, uh, the Elder Scrolls games, where it's like the same kind of thing. Like, yeah, right, exactly. Where you're, you know, you you create this character and you can put points into certain skills, and then just like I remember in the third Morrowind game, you know, just jumping in place for thirty minutes oh, to, yeah. to get my jumping skill up really high. It's the same, you know, same kind of thing. So I definitely have a soft spot in my heart for uh, the Quest for Glory games for getting me into that type of game. Um, they were pretty revolutionary games just to begin with. They had, you know, date and date, day and night cycles. So, uh, like, shops would close at night and, you know, characters would go to their homes and sleep and you, you could get mugged yeah. at night. Oh, fun. Um, yeah. And you also had to... Uh, eat and sleep and drink stuff. If you didn't eat, you would die. If you didn't sleep, you would get weary and die. And same thing with with the drinking. So it was like really intense and complex, especially for a you know a nineteen eighty nine adventure game. Um, well, oh, I know uh, an adventure game I want to talk about. And oh, you do? Yeah. Don't shit your pants. <laughs> it's not by Sierra. It's not a Sierra game. No. That's just because you're trying not to shit your pants yeah. right now. Yes. I remember, um, <laughs> is it like it in, in the other ones, but I remember in 4 that most of the monsters came out at night, kind of like Minecraft. And so yeah, it was basically, right. the only way to progress the story was to go out at night, but I was too terrified to go out at night because <laughs> then you would you would die. You would fight the monsters. Well, and, and uh, I'll, I'll skip to, to Quest for Glory 4. I, I did want to say some things about this. Well, uh, go for it. For Quest for Glory 2 first. I don't have too many things to say about it. Um, uh, one of the things that I know Nate will appreciate is um, at the end of the game, uh, in Quest for Glory 2, if you you know did good deeds throughout the game instead of being a jerk and, and killing people and stuff like that, um, you got awarded uh, the title Paladin. And nice. you got this, this awesome sword. But you couldn't use them in that game. It was at the very end of the game. You could export your character and save it, which I did, but I never played the third game. And by the time I got the fourth game, I had lost that save. It was on a different computer. And so I didn't get to import that character from the second game with you know mm. the title of Paladin and, and this awesome sword. Um, so actually, I don't have anything to say about Quest for War 3. There was actually one more thing. Uh, talking about going back... Uh, and, and jokes and things that you uh, remember you didn't get or you didn't understand when you were younger playing these games. Um, in the in the first one, I was I was playing it again, and uh, there's a sh- in in the magic shop you can look at these scrolls, and it says something like, um, uh, you see a bunch of different scrolls, some Dead Sea scrolls, some Red <laughs> Sea scrolls, some C plus plus scrolls, <laughs> and like I'm like. Oh, that's funny now, because I understand programming and biblical humor. Uh, <laughs> one of the funny things in, in Quest for Glory 2 uh, was on the, the title page. Um, you could, like, right-click and, and select things like you would in the game to get descriptions from it. And there was, like, a quill and a lamp uh, or a, a, a candle on, on the front page. and just, like, a book open. That was the the title screen. Mm-hmm. And if you right clicked on different things, it would say funny things. Like if you right clicked on the, um, 
the quill, it would say uh, an old school world pro- uh, word processor. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the second game's uh, subtitle was uh, uh, not quest, uh, Trial by Fire. Mm-hmm. And if you right-clicked on the candle, it says, uh, uh, what does it say? Something like, oh, it, uh, is this your Trial by Fire? Nah, it's too small. You tried to put your uh, penis on the candle. I did, and what? Wait, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Quest for Glory 2. Uh, Quest for Glory 4 was... That's where all the shit happened. All the shit happens. It was really different than the other ones because it was kind of dark. Um, it had, uh, like, the monsters, you know, like you said, came out at night. And most of them were, like, undead creatures or, like, uh, like Lovecraft-type inspired monsters, things similar like Cthulhu and that type of thing. Um, it was also the first adventure game that I played that had voice acting in it. Oh. And I, did, I didn't, it came out in like 94 I think, but again, I didn't get it until a couple years later, like 95 or 96. And um, I had started watching that show Sliders. Yeah. It has John Reese davies was in it. Mm-hmm. And he is actually the narrator in Quest for Lord 4. Really? Yeah. yeah he, and so I was like, that voice is so familiar. It's because it's the dude from Sliders. And also, I don't, I don't know if you remember her, Nate, um, the the girl who kind of helps you through the game, Katrina. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, her voice was actually done by Jennifer Hale. No kidding. Cool. No kidding, yeah. She, she's the voice of the female shepherd, and she's also in like a hundred other games. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, she's um, now the, the game She's master. like the, the female voice actor, but yeah, it's a Jennifer Hale. Is that like, like her the, first role? It is, actually, yeah. Wow. It's her first role? It was the beginning of her career. That's right, an awesome career. She's was she still a badass, like, bitch to everybody? She wasn't, well, she kind of turns out to be um, Spoiler. really powerful. Yeah, spoilers. Um, she's this is a retro gaming podcast. It's going to be spoilers. <laughs> it's full of spoilers. She's she's like a powerful mage um, who's kind of evil. Yeah. And she's she's only helping you to help herself kind of thing. Um, so she was renegade. She was Yeah, she was renegade. Well, you know, the default shepherd is renegade. Oh. Is he really? That, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the official stance on... Uh, Bioware's page. Anyway, on Mass Two, on Mass Two, yeah. Huh. Default bring in. It's he's he's renegade. Um, so yeah. Other than that, some awesome memories that I have about uh, Quest for Glory Four. So, like I said, I played this in like '96. So I'm a teenager. And um, Nate, do you remember coming up uh, on like a swamp, and you know you walk up to the swamp, and all of a sudden a like almost completely naked girl pops out of the water. That sounds familiar, yeah. You don't remember? I just remember it because it, it was like, what? And she says something like, uh, oh, the water's so cold. Can you come keep me warm? And, yeah. so you're like, and then you die if you go in. And then you're like, yeah, I go in there. And she's like a, 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 a siren or something, so she kills you when you go into the water. Like Everything in the game was like that. Yeah, And that's um, why you're gay now. That's right, because I'm not scared of Scared of women. Uh, women, no. <laughs> they will kill me. <laughs> no, I, I will not get, get in the, the pool water. with you. No. 
You see, you see, like ads for beers and you know at yeah. the pool, and you just get fucking scared out of your mind. Yeah, and actually, flashbacks. Speaking of dying a lot, Nate, talking about going out at night and fighting. Um, I, did you ever figure out that there was an auto battle? No. Yeah, there was an auto battle in that game. I didn't figure it out until like the end of the game after I died eight million times, and you know, because uh, the the battle system in the game was kind of a side scrolling like fighter type game Mm -hmm. and you had to click on an enemy when it got close to you otherwise you would miss and it could hit you and it was so for me i just couldn't click where i needed to at the right time so i would die all the time in battle um so like nate it was really hard to progress the game because i didn't want to go out at night even though half the things you have to do were at night um but yeah it had a it had a it had a fucking auto battle that you could click and the game would you know get through it for you. So now I need to go back and replay that. Yeah, exactly. You can just say, I might want to play this game. It, they're, they're, they're awesome because, like I said, you know, you, you can really develop a character. And, you know, if you played all of them, Quest for Wars 1 through 5, you can carry your character through all of them. Wow, so I that never, is kind of like Mass Effect. Yeah, exactly. I, I never got to do that. I mean, I did to this in the second game, but I didn't play the third game, and I, and I only played the fourth after that, so I never actually played the, the fifth game in the series. But um, yeah, it was the series was weird because it was supposed to be a four-game series, and the like the big thematic point was each game was a different uh, season and direction and uh, climate in the world. So, like, you had, like, Quest for War 5 was supposed to be, like, or 4 was supposed to be, like, Transylvania-type thing. And, yeah, that's what uh, I sec- The second one was in the desert, so it's kind of, like, Arabian Nights-type type game. Um, I don't remember what the third one was, but the third one was actually uh, retcon. Well, not retcon then. They, at, when they finished the first one or the second one, they decided to make the third one. Uh, well, when they first came out with the games, they said, oh, this is going to be four games. We're going to have, you know... This game is going to be the direction east and the winter and uh, or, you know fall and in Europe, and that's all I really want to say about the, the Quest for Warrior games. Very awesome. If you never played them, they are also on uh, Abandonia. Um, I recommend playing the VGA version of the first game that they released. They never released it. They tried. At, well, they may have released it, but another company is trying to make a VGA remake of the second one. And then the rest of the games were VGA and, and point-and-click type things. Um, but the other games I wanted to talk about were um, the Betrayal games. Uh, Betrayal uh, at Krondor and Betrayal in Antara. And um, the, the first Betrayal uh, game was uh, based on a fantasy novel. Well, the world of a fantasy novel, uh, a Raymond Feist uh, novel. I've actually never read the novels and, and, and actually, the Betrayal games uh, I liked also because it was another one of those uh, use a skill and you get better at it type adventure RPG games. Um, it didn't have you know character progression between the two games because they were kind of disjointed. They weren't actually in the same worlds. Um, but uh, some, <laughs> some of the stupid things I remember, the, the first one, Betrayal at Krondor, had these horrible... They weren't live action like uh, like FMV type things, but they were still photos of these people dressed up in like ridiculous fantasy 
outfits, like like a guy with who clearly wasn't old with a like long white goatee and bushy white mustaches that you could tell were like taped on, and just really bad fantasy uh, like poor people Ren fair type costumes in in all of the pictures. Um, I actually liked it that, but uh, it did have these kind of cool. 3D-ish polygonal uh, characters when you were in battle. Um, so they were like, you know, four polygon-type characters, but um, the Betrayal games also had voice acting, and guess who was also in Betrayal at Grondor? Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale. Again. She was a character in that. Uh, one of the uh, differences that was kind of annoying between um, Betrayal the Betrayal games and the Quest for Glory games was uh, if you wanted to use magic in quest, uh, in Betrayal, um, it would take your character's stamina away, so every time you use a spell, it would use up some of your stamina. That's lame. And then, if you ran out of stamina, it would start using up your health. That's so not good. You could get in these really shitty situations where you know, you're fighting and you're like, ah, there's too many enemies or, you know, I, I'm kind of weak. I need to start using magic. And then, oh, shit, one more hit and I'm going to die. Uh, by stamina, do you mean like a stamina meter or your stamina stats? A stamina meter. Okay. So I, like, I, for some reason, I thought you meant stamina stats. Like, oh, I have 18 no, no, stamina. Oh nope, 17 <laughs> stamina now. <laughs> And you just use it all up and you die. <laughs> in one battle and, and then all your stats are gone. No, no, no. It wasn't that horrible. It was just, you know, it was one of those games where you had to um, eat and rest. And so if you didn't, if you started using magic, you had to rest. You know, you, you'd make a step, you'd go a step and it's like, your characters are tired. You need to rest. But that'd be so kind of kind of cool to have a game where, like, each time you decide to use magic, your character gets progressively, like, physically weaker. weaker. Yeah. So you really have to judiciously good. use it. We should we should come up with a game like that where it's really hard to get through and magic makes it easier, but it also makes it you really weak so you can only use it in very key situations that we don't explain. <laughs> I like I like that. It's very very old Sierra, you know. Exactly. Doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> um and yeah, so that was Betrayal of Crondor. Um pretty cool. Well, game um the they made a sequel actually a, a true sequel to betrayal of Grondor, which i never played um but it was set in the same world it was uh, returned to Grondor or something like that which actually came out after the next game i wanted to talk about which was betrayal of Antera. and that was an actual like 3d first person rpg it had similar types of battles the you know third person uh, auto battles, but um, one of the cool things I remember about this game is uh, the mini-map. Um, probably one of the first games I, I played that had a mini-map, but you could actually annotate stuff on the mini-map. So you could say, oh, I need to remember to come back here to talk to this person, and you could type in a little note on your mini-map so that whenever you were near that spot, you could bring up the note uh, about that. So, you know, in an adventure game, especially a Sierra adventure game, it's helpful to have those types of annotations. Oh, man, um, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I said it was a 3D uh, FPS, but it was like a four-polygon 3D. Mm -hmm. So, like, <laughs> like the trees look like 
it, it looked like Minecraft at a lower resolution, but wow. not trying to be retro. It, yeah, it was kind of painful. Uh, I don't really... Going back and looking at some of these games, I don't understand why I liked them back then. Um, other than, like, the, the neat, you know, character development systems and things like that. Um, I do remember one of the reasons I hated Betrayal of Antara. They had these, um, they had a couple, both actual Betrayal games had these uh, chest puzzles that you had to solve a puzzle to, to open a chest to get out. But Betrayal of Antara had these um, bead puzzles where you had to arrange these, or bead chests, where you had to uh, arrange these beads in a specific order uh, to, to, to open this chest to get an item to like progress through the game. And, and all it did was make the game more frustrating and, and make you basically progress through the game slower. It's, you know, just um, you know, adding false time to the game. I hate it when games do that. They extend the, yeah, the exactly. gameplay like, time in, in such cheap and, and synthetic ways. Exactly. Of, it's like, I'm going to make you walk for five hours across oh, this wasteland. that's the best way to extend the game. Yeah, that's is, a right? seventy-hour game, but that's like a seventy-hour RPG. And you're Sixty really hours walking. of it is just walking from point A to B, or <laughs> yep. exactly something stupid like that. That's how Oldwell was, right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, oh yeah, so Betrayal, cool game. Uh, those you can actually get the Betrayal games on um, um, Good Old Games. I think it's like five dollars or something for both of them. I don't, I don't remember if they have the sequel how about how about the the current resurrection of sierra games notably king's one? quest yes there is tell, tell us, us about it. tell us the silver lining it's a fan-made uh point and click adventure game that has uh, had a bit of controversy in it in terms of like, who who is it that owns um, the IP right now? now? It's no, um, it's like Activision no, or something like that. It it's, Isn't uh, it yeah, Activision that owns Vivendi, it? Vivendi, yeah. Hold up. Yeah, well, yes, Activision. Yeah. Okay, so these case. guys decided like, okay, we want some more fucking King's Quest. We're gonna fucking make it ourselves. And uh, it was going along well until they got a cease and desist. And I guess they got uh, over that <laughs> with cease and desist. They got and they were able... Yeah, they got better. <laughs> they got better. They got better. And now they're actually putting out episodes. And uh, I don't think it's called King's Quest. No, it's just called The yeah, Silver it's Lining. It's called The Silver Lining. But I mean, right. that's still freaking Graham. Yeah, it's with totally the with that his silly hat and the feather yeah. in it and red it's shirt silly my and everything ass. like I that. I want that hat. And uh, they have like two episodes out now, and they're working on more. So it's kind of like a telltale uh, esque type episodic point and click adventure game. And it looks like the next episode's coming out sometime this month. Cool. And I'm I'm not sure how much it costs, if anything. I'm, it All might right. be free. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. To their site. Yeah, give, but... Give, give them some business. Everybody support this. Uh, we we need to see Sierra Games come back. 
point-and-click adventure games are back in a big way because of Telltale. Um, oh, I'd yeah, like to see more Torrance of them. Passage too. We need we need new Gabriel Knights. We need uh, we need, we need space uh, quest. actual good uh, Leisure Suit Larry games. I I wouldn't bet on that ever. Be yeah, that's never yeah. gonna happen. But one one can wish. I mean, those could conceptually be some hilarious games, but no, it isn't happening. No, not with those who hold the IP. So what other what other classic Sierra games would you like to see make a resurgence? Well, it's not so much a resurgence. I I would like to go back and play like Space Quest and 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 those games that I I played but I never understood as a kid because their humor wouldn't you, was Wouldn't probably... you like to see like a a good remake along the lines of uh, like the HD remakes of Monkey Island? Uh, because those are awesome. I mean, those hold up. It's just like, oh, graphical update, essentially. Yeah, I, I mean, I would love yeah, and, to see... and most of these adventure games are still really awesome if, you know, a bit clunky because of their graphics. They're just trying to get in, get them to run on a modern system. But, um, yeah, I would, I'd be totally cool with them remaking um, some of the King's Quest. Well, they're already doing that, I guess. Well, no, they um, didn't remake yeah, like... them. They just repackaged well, it. True. You know what I'd like to see remade? It's not a Sierra game, uh, but it is a point-and-click adventure game. Actually, a couple of point-and-click adventure games. Uh, the Discworld games, I would love nice. to see come back. I've never played any of the Discworld games. I would love to. Yeah. Like, those are some of my favorite books, but I've not played the games. Yeah, they need to make some more Discworld games and Discworld live-action movies. And Have you not seen the live-action movies? I have. They just need to make more. Oh, okay. More they're working. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, they're working on guards, guards right now. Oh, that is awesome! Yes, that that gave me a nerd boner, which is somewhere in my brain with a pituitary gland. As soon as I said that, no, it's unseen academicals now, and then hopefully really unseen yeah. academicals. Yeah, I mean that was funny and all, but I mean why? Uh... Because That's, there's there's no good way to make Sam Vimes without ruining the character, because he's such a perfect character. Uh, I'm. They shouldn't have done that. They should not have done that. It's okay. They could have. Okay. They could have uh, stuck more with Rincewind. Nah, eh, I don't. I'm not a big Rince. I do like Rincewind, but I'm not a big Rincewind fan. I don't want to see more Cohan the Barbarian. I could see more Cohan the Barbarian. I could. Do, I could handle that. He is badass. I made Kohan the Barbarian in the Conan the Barbarian MMO. Yes. <laughs> nice. That is amazing. <laughs> yep. It was it was awesome. Cool. I've not seen it, but the the talk of how disturbing it is and how Don't. like unimagined how unimaginably disturbing it is makes my imagination work over time. It's like, okay, if this is as disturbing as I can imagine it, let's take it one step further. And this is all automatic. I can't control this shit. My brain does it I, on its own. I don't even know. I, I, I refuse to look it up. I don't, I don't even need... My brain's the same way. Yep. <laughs> it's probably... I probably imagined something far worse than what it actually is, but it still would... I don't care. No. Yeah. Anyway, kids, yeah. don't look it up. I'm telling you this not so that you will look it up, but so that you won't look it up. Yeah. Urban Dictionary it at the most. That'll do. But don't look it up. <laughs> yeah. The text version. 
text version. Text. No, nah, if, if there was a blue waffle in assy art, that would be different. <laughs> That'd be a little safer. But I don't know. Maybe an EGA graphics. <laughs> like, Eight colors. Put oh, a no, blue waffle blue. In, in Space Quest. <laughs> oh wow. man! If 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 I I, I played a uh, uh, Leisure Suit Lair and I type in blue waffle, what do you think would happen? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. No, something should happen. I I will hack. I will hack uh, uh, Leisure Suit Lair to Leisure make that Suit happen. Larry. Okay. going to do a bit of a retro reading. Um, this is from an NES game called Infiltrator. <laughs> it's a uh, helicopter combat game where you also land and go out on in person into these military complexes and doing some spy stuff. It's really kind of heady for an NES yeah, game. It I was also this, actually. Yeah, I played this on the uh, Commodore 64. My dad and I played on the Commodore 64 like way back in the day, and I it was just way too complicated for me. But my dad got into it. It's it's really cool. But uh, yeah, the back of the box is kind of funny. So I got the box here. Flip it over. Infiltrator by Chris Gray. So it has one of those. <laughs> okay. Good luck, McGibbets. The fate of the world is in your hands. <laughs> You're Captain Johnny Jimbo Baby McGibbets. The Infiltrator, Ace Helicopter Pilot, Ballistics Expert, Rockstar, Motorcycle Racer, and All-Around Good Guy. Your assignment, stop the mad leader before he fulfills his lifelong goal of total world destruction. Fly through enemy airspace in your Gizmo TM DHX-3 Attack Chopper, better known as the Snuff Master. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, he's into that. Uh, if hostile aircraft try to stop you, let them have it with a few rounds of cannon fire or heat-seeking missile. missile. Locate your target, yes. Locate your target area, and then land your chopper and carry out the specified ground mission before time runs out. The fate of the free world is in your hands. Wow. <laughs> the snuff master, everyone. McGribbins. McGribbets. McGribbets. Johnny, no, McGibbets. I'm sorry, it's McGibbets. Yeah. Oh, it's McGibbets. What was his name? Johnny Joe Bob Babyface. No, it's it's Captain Johnny Jimbo Baby McGibbets. Jimbo Baby. <laughs> wow. Let's see if there's anything any gold in this uh this manual here. Oh, it has a top okay, it has a top secret message. Actually it's a 
top, 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 top secret message. Wow. I had an, they added over top of three more times over over top of the top mess, secret, secret message. Okay. Super secret. Message to Captain Johnny Jimbo Baby McGibbets, a.k.a. the Infiltrator. Stop. Read. <laughs> the destruction of the world, at least. Stop. Captain, stop. We need you. Stop. The world is on the brink of destruction. Stop. <laughs> Only you can save us. Stop. The whiz-bang Enterprise's Gizmo DHX-3 attack helicopter is on the pad. Stop. The mad leader must be stopped. Stop. <laughs> Only you can stop him. Stop. Stop him at all costs. Stop. <laughs> Close. Find a Gizmo flight manual, secret communications code names, and the mission info, weapons, film, with prepaid... with prepaid processing mailer and the McGibbet's Guide to Ground Installation Infiltration Pocket Edition. Stop. <laughs> Good luck, Jimbo Baby. The fate of the world is in your hands. Stop. Brigadier General Bunsen Old Blood and Guts Osh... How the fuck do you say this? Oshanaget... Oshanganessi. Oshanessi. Oshanessi. Shaughnessy. Gen Brigadier General Old Blood and Cuts O'Shaughnessy. And now the moment you've been waiting for. What? You will you'll begin all of your missions from home base, just beyond the border of the Mad Leader's country. At the base stop. you'll no no stops anymore. They don't have any stops. It's not it's not a telegraph anymore. It's not gonna stop. No, that, that was me saying stop. No telegrams here. <laughs> At the base, you will be briefed about your mission goal just before takeoff. You must successfully pilot your chopper from the home base through enemy airspace to reach one of Mad Leader's installations to complete the ground mission assigned during the briefing. There are three missions, each progressively more difficult in keeping with your growing skill, stature, and worldwide acclaim. Good luck! Good luck. Take a luck. Good luck. Do a barrel roll. I don't think there's a better way to end than... Good luck! <laughs> or or say the word Snuffmaster again. Yeah. <laughs> Blue uh, waffle. Blue waffle. <laughs>